ready to go finally okay episode three disclaimers there were none i was a good boy again however i do want to acknowledge mr scott stevenson yes lady our moms you ladies crush it pounding him with emails getting those fields open mr stevenson i heard you were on the phone for four hours plus hats off to you my friend let's play some freaking baseball this weekend and welcome to ep4 yeah four wow can you guys believe it i can't Coming back at you, kind of live. Carl's Casita out here in lovely Ladera Ranch, California, uh, South Orange County. The bubble, Ladera Ranch is that bubble within the bubble. Uh, what is this show, you ask? I don't know. Who am I? I'm just a dude having some fun. The show, art project, uh, oral history for, for the community. Essentially, I, I love my little bubble within the bubble so much that I felt it needed to be documented. It's a very special place we live in here so you know i said you know i'm gonna talk to some of my neighbors uh it might be a lot of them are cool we might have some a-holes but hey that, that's that's just the way it goes tonight no a-holes we're already looking good looking across from me we will get there in a second you're you're looking handsome my friend tonight yes you are um so yeah essentially if you want to come on the show you got something to say you email me c stein c is in cat s-t-e-i-n 33 at icloud.com c stein at icloud.com and we'll get you on here you can come on uh as a swim somebody who isn't me we can disguise your voice whatever we need to do to get you on here to let you say what you want to say we are all for it um rome went on almost 600 years we're going on 23 strong right here right now and with that this is stein time and it is time to chat my friends tonight i have uh not only a friend but a neighbor my first my first neighbor kind of popping the neighbor cherry mr eric foster is in the house hello eric hello hello Gosh. You're having me? Yeah, hey, it is my pleasure. Thank you for doing this. And I'm I'm so stoked. You know, you make me smile just because 
when when you know you're a you supported me by listening to the show i'm like check it out you know and then you checked it out and then i love that you're texting me it was about yoshi yoshi yeah. mario kart i love that well, a fellow so yeah you said you can learn a lot from a mario kart character and you said yoshi i was like oh shit me too yeah right so <laughs> I, I feel like yeah you could definitely learn a lot about a person by who their mario kart character is and i was yeah. shocked that that daryl Shout out to to Daryl. I was shocked that he was a toad. Toad, A toad. Can you believe that? Yep. Gosh. And, you know, you always had those homies that were Wario. I could not stand Wario. Or Koopa, like the big fucking slow guy. Yeah. (laughs) Like, why are you doing that? Well, Koopa Troopa was kind of a G. He's fast, like the little turtle guy, you know. But, uh, gosh. Not King Koopa. Yeah, not, no, heck no, Bowser. Yeah. Bowser. Bowser. Yeah, see, so (laughs) some people refer to him as King Koopa and others say Bowser, but... Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, uh, when I last beat Super Mario was, like, probably the Nintendo 64 version. Yeah, same. There's a movie coming out. Did you see that? I saw that preview, and Donkey Kong's in the preview. Yeah, Yeah, dude, that looks like a good one. I cannot wait for that. So, gosh, I mean, pleasure to have you here, dude. Um, Pleasure to be here. How long have you been in Ladera for? Let's just, I... So... Two and a half years we moved here, uh, so we relocated from Atlanta like two and a half years ago, peak pandemic. Uh, Ooh, yeah. so like 2020-ish. Yeah, July of 2020, yeah. We, I might have told you this already, but we had uh, already decided to move out here, relocate from my wife's work uh, before the pandemic even hit. So we had this like eight-month lead time that we knew we were moving, and then all of a sudden pandemic hits, and oh, we were like, man. well, shit. Shit. I mean, we're still going to go, but it was peak pandemic. My wife didn't want to fly. Um, so we rented an RV and did a 10 day road trip across America. Oh, that's pretty sick, dude. I've always wanted to do something like that. It was so awesome. you went from Atlanta to here. Yep. It, it was awesome. My, the kids loved it. We loved it. Uh, the Eastern part of the United States are boring as shit. Like <laughs> leaving Atlanta, going up through like Mississippi, Oklahoma and all that. And like into the plain States, very boring. It's flat. Just Top flat. Of Texas. It was so farmland. Hot. It was so hot too. <laughs> we got to Oklahoma and stayed one night at this RV park. And it was 117 degrees out and probably like 40 mile an hour winds. So when you open the door to the RV to go outside, it just oh felt like gosh. opening an oven. It, it was ridiculous. But then we came out further to like New Mexico and then we went up. Um, we did like a few day detour up like around Utah, spent a couple of nights up there. That was gorgeous. Was everything just like empty because of COVID? Like a lot of the sites or? <sighs> yeah, so. Yeah, a lot of things weren't open. Actually, we were supposed to do the Grand Canyon. I've never been to the Grand Canyon. Me neither. We were supposed to come back down from Utah and hit the Grand Canyon, and it was closed um, because of the pandemic, which is funny because it's an outside thing. But it was, Right, and it's massive. Like, yeah. Maybe the was, main lookouts and all that were closed or something. Yeah, it was closed, so we couldn't go, but we, we still had a really good so time. So wait, how the hell do you do you buy a house in that in that? So we situation. Well, we didn't buy at first. So we just bought. That's why I'm your neighbor now. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom shakalaka. <laughs> we just bought in July. So we decided because we came out here sight unseen. We we had never heard of it. Like I, I didn't Whoa. I didn't know what Ladera Ranch was. Um, we we were doing before the pandemic. Uh, my wife was flying out here for, for work. Okay, okay. And, and her office is in Lake Forest, I think she told me, or something like that? Yeah, or? well, it was, like, it was like Irvine, kind of near okay. the Spectrum Center. 15 um, minutes or less, close. Yeah, so, so she knew that area, and then we had 
kind of toured around a little bit. I think the furthest south we ever went was Dana Point. And I was like, oh, this is nice, but it feels really far out, like far south. Okay. Because we were thinking, I don't know, like, are we going to be closer to, to L.A.? Like her sister was in, and husband and family were in West Hollywood. So we were like, oh, it'd be cool to be close enough to them yeah. to like, you know, you know, see them as often as possible. And then... I did like a little recon mission uh, right before the pandemic and rent, flew out here, rented a car, and then kind of drove through like Huntington Beach, Costa Mesa, like kind of that's really in smart. and around Irvine. Never came this far, uh, Lake Forest. Okay. And then we got a um, like a real estate agent um, just, you know, online and talking to her all over the phone, and she kept driving us this way. She's like, you know, two young kids, like you're going you're gonna to love it there. Like it's a really good area to raise a family. Totally. And so she did a couple of uh, tours of rental houses at the time, um, just like a FaceTime tour. And we're like, that's okay. crazy. A FaceTime tour. Yeah. That's all we could get. So, wow. Which was funny because my wife's company was going to fly us out two or three times to come and check the area out. And, um, but we couldn't do that because, because everything was just you, shut no one pandemic. wanted to show you anything. Cause yeah. they're tripping. Yeah. I remember dude, the pandemic, I remember the early days freaking, we would order, order our um groceries you know from from instacart or wherever my wife orders them mm-hmm. from and she would literally oh uh, i i i never agreed with this she would literally like like shoot the bags with yep. like lysol <laughs> or spray you know and wipe all our grocery bags and even like yep. wipe the groceries and i'm thinking like oh my gosh oh well, yeah we get shoot I me now getting, del- shoot getting me deliveries now. like amazon deliveries and you know uh my wife being like oh let's let's leave them leave it on the porch for a, a yeah, day <laughs> let it air out for 24 hours right exactly. Just, yeah yeah <laughs> wow okay. and we, we came so far like so fast so i'm scared for the next one hopefully it's yeah but gosh it's so so gnarly so dang looking at houses like that so you just said screw it we'll rent and when the right time comes yeah we just said like okay well and we were kind of doing it on a trial basis as well so we were okay, yeah, we were in good. the atlanta area for 18 years and so how so by the city or or what's we yeah we lived in um an area like this historic district called grant park we lived there we had a house there for 10 years and then we moved out to the burbs once you know our oldest was old enough to go to schools because in the city the schools are shit in grant parks in the city yeah yeah it was actually like the first neighborhood in the city it's like this beautiful like kind of victorian homes. how old was like, your home i was gonna ask what 1932 your... dang that's rad yeah it was nice so we we fixed it up and we lived there but it was small no and... ever like haunted creepy vibes or anything i don't think so maybe some no, of those I houses i bet though huh those real old ones <laughs> yeah. sorry i'm like super into that and that's one thing we lack kind of over here on the west coast is oh, just yeah. that history you know yeah. those older buildings um i mean 1932 is pretty Pretty darn old. So that's red. So it, I've never been to Atlanta. I've always wanted to go. Oh, it's it's a it's a it's a nice city to live in. I wouldn't recommend going there as a tourist. Really? Yeah, we always said like it's a living city. Like you don't you're not a tourist there. It's not like going to New York or something like that where there's anything cool to really see. There's a you know they've got a couple of museums and like the World of Coke and like the world's largest aquarium. But like really, who cares? <laughs> it was a good city to live and work in. That's interesting. I've I've never heard somebody say that. But I mean, I get that's that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. Like it's fun. But like you said, you had kids and you moved to the suburbs. <laughs> yeah, we moved up to the to the suburbs, and so we were there for eight years. And then yeah, this opportunity came up to move out to California, and we we're like, shit, all right. And then like I said, the pandemic hit, and we still did it. 
but yes, yeah, sight unseen, our real estate agent was like, oh, this house. And, and so she did a FaceTime tour with it, with us. And then my wife's sister, who was in LA, she yeah. came, she came down and met our agent and toured it. And she oh, called that's us. Cool. Yeah. She that's did it cool. on our behalf. And she was like, you guys are really going to love this area. It's really nice. So yeah, we rented for two years cause we just thought. Uh, our oldest had two years left of elementary school. We're like, all right, well, maybe we'll do this on like a trial basis. If it sucks, if nobody likes it after two years, then, you know, no harm, no foul. We can move somewhere else or move back. Um, so that's what we did. But obviously we fell in love with the bubble. The bubble. Uh, <laughs> baby, we are. I love that. That's so smart, though, just to rent for two years and see if you really like it. Because like yeah. you said, you're there at your daughter's at the end of elementary school. And, you know, you don't know you've been in Atlanta for so long and. I mean, Suzanne, your wife, twin sister. So I'm sure that, like, how long were they out here in California before you guys? Uh, they were here four, I think four years before we got here or three or, yeah, three or four. Um, they were up in uh, West Hollywood. And then uh, I think, as you know, but the, <laughs> the audience doesn't know, um, they came down. So we hadn't seen them in probably almost, you know, a year, eight, nine, ten months because of the pandemic. And then they came down to visit when we first moved in uh, and stayed with us for a couple of weeks and they fell in love with it. And so they left their place in LA. I love and that. Now they live seven houses down. That's so great. And I mean, and you and Brian, your brother-in-law are, are homies too. So that's yeah, yeah. rad. And yeah, obviously your wife, Suzanne's twin sister, Yep. you know, so like, so yeah, that's so cool, dude. That is so, so good. So you're here to stay just like me. Yep. Yeah, we're we're successful transplants for sure. Heck yeah, and your you know love. your daughter plays with you know or our daughters play. Yes. I should say your oh, little yeah. daughter's Audrey. Yeah, like, Audrey's Audrey's talking about Henley at dinner tonight, and yeah, well, they're little besties now, dude. Very uh, cute. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> in a both our daughters are very sweet and very pretty, mm-hmm. and we're in for a rude rude awakening. I yeah. feel like we'll not raise, a rude we'll awakening, just like a, yeah, we'll raise them nice. <laughs> but I'm saying, gosh, like. Rude awakenings as, as, as in just guys trying to holler at my little girl. Like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go Rocky, well, Rocky my, three my, on him. My oldest, who is 12, she's, yeah. she's oh, got her first boyfriend now. Oh, <laughs> man. It's very, <laughs> it's very sweet and innocent. Uh, but yeah, it's a whole... Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Wow. That is like, it's opening up a, a new world for sure. Um, but you know, I can remember being 12 totally. and I, like when I was in sixth grade, I had a girlfriend and how old were you for your first kiss? I think I was seventh grade, seventh grade as well. Yeah. Boom. At Boom. The, shakalaka at the roller rink. Oh, <laughs> snap. Nice. Mine was on the side of this elementary of my junior high school. There you go. I had like people standing around. It was really nerve wracking. <laughs> They're watching. Yeah. Egging you on. I don't know if it was like egging or just, I just remember like, yeah, I don't know. I remember it was a big moment in my life. Though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now we used to go to a skating rink every Friday night. That was like our thing. I had a older brother who was 16 and he could drive and he was uh, dating my best friend's sister. So like it was oh, like a nice. group of us yeah. that all hung out and like he, he was nice enough to let us tag along and go roller skating every Friday. And yeah, what's where do you got moves on the roller skates? I kind of do. Yeah. Sick dude. Sick. <laughs> People get pretty. down on those roller skates, man. Like I could be pretty funky if I need to. I love that. <laughs> I love, fun. we're going to do it. I think the nearest one, like fountain Valley Fullerton is, yeah. or something. We've, yeah. Cause my, uh, my kids are into it and I, yeah, I wish there was one closer. Cause that, that's the only one that's like the closest one. And we've gone a few times, but yeah, it's like, but know, wait, I saw you on rollerblades around here the other yeah, day. Yeah. 
So yeah, you know, I can yeah, because Eliza, my oldest, she's got roller skates. She got them for Christmas, and she loves it. And I was like, oh yeah, I actually borrowed some roller blades from my brother-in-law. And yeah, skate, but if you're gonna around. like bust some moves and do the dancing, you got to be on some roller some quads, skates, right? Quads, quads yeah, quads. speed skates, preferably. Yeah, yeah, they call some other things quads too, but <laughs> we won't go there. Yeah. Nice, so. Dude, it's so funny. Kids growing up fast. I, I love it. Actually, I got a funny story. My my oldest, Kane and 10, were at the um, baseball fields the other day, you know, just watching a game. And he's with his group of little friends. And we're, they're watching, you know, watching. And all of a sudden, one of his friends says, oh, my gosh, Carl, so-and-so just some, said something so inappropriate. And at the time, I'm just thinking all these people around. I'm like, just playing it down. Like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Don't tell me. So then... <laughs> We leave the place and we get in the car to, to head home. And I'm telling my son, so what, what was said that was so inappropriate, right? Um, Sterling, his homie, was, was, just couldn't wait to tell me. And, you know, I didn't want to hear it. So he's, my son's in the frenzy, blushing, like, dad, no, dad, no. Just going, going, like, like I've never seen him blush like that. And he's like, I don't want to tell you. I don't want to tell you. I'm like, dude, just tell me. Like, you got to tell me. No secrets. Like, <laughs> tell me. So it finally comes out of him. And he's like. What did he say? He said, so they have another brother. He said, so-and-so's older brother told this kid that he wants to marry a celebrity and squish her boobs all day. (laughs) 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 And right. But he was so embarrassed and like, so afraid to tell me this. And I played it off like, Oh, that's weird. Or that kid's weird. But like, you know, deep down, I'm kind of like, it's one of those moments where I'm like jumping for joy. Like nice. Like, you know, like to, to my son's face, I'll call that kid weird or whatever. But deep down, I'm kind of like jumping for joy a little bit, maybe, or taking yeah. that kid. Like, oh, man, classic. Well, Just it's funny. classic. It's funny with kids getting older. Like, we used to, like, censor the music, you know? Like, we, like we're like we a big music household, and we would have, you know, in the car and at home. And then, like, you know, I know certain songs that would come on. They're good songs, but, you know, might be dropping an F-bomb or something. And I would, Yeah, you got to change it real quick. Turn I, yeah, it down. I'd, I'd turn it down during that yep, part. And then... Yep. We've gotten to the point now where we just, we don't, don't care. care. Like they, they're going to hear it. They, that, you know, kids in middle school, especially like that's oh, how yeah. they talk. Like, it, you know, I did the same thing. It's fine. So it's, Dude, like, it's eh, a whole new whatever. world, that middle school. That's when I really kind of just, uh, yeah, hit my own gear. You could say it was, well, I heard you say on one of the other podcasts that, uh, your middle school was like mine. So just seventh and eighth grade. Correct. So yeah. It is weird. Yeah. To, like elementary school for me, it went up through sixth grade. The, I mean, the difference between sixth graders and seventh graders is huge. Ten, dude. That's a big puberty. Really year. big. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm actually surprised that, you know, middle schools do that, especially like sixth grade to eighth grade. Like you look at some of these eighth graders and I mean, full, right. on, full on mustaches. Dude, right. Like, if what? I have any eighth graders hollering at my sixth grade girls. No. <laughs> well, that's why I got my son, though. Just pound them. I'll have them pound. Them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. He'll give them double pounding. So, all right. Shoot. Hey, I think I have some life pro tips. Let's see. Somewhere down here. I, th- I think I remember like finding some good ones for us, maybe. Because you know I want to hear your Ladera pro tip. Oh, yeah. And I know you came with one. So <laughs> let's see. I like this one because I'm going on vacation in a week. It says, life pro tip. Pay attention to how your house smells when you come back from a long trip. That's mm-hmm. what your guests smell when they visit you. Yep. So true. When, <laughs> when, I, was, when I was younger and so I was... Uh, away at school i went to art school in england 
Wow. And I lived in a house with four other dudes and we all smoked cigarettes and in the house, in the house. Oh, oh yeah. wow. That's, that's a Europe for you. I yeah. like that. And we, we, well also just like being like, you know, yeah, 20 college, years like old, living, like, living the life, dude, living but the life. I would go. So we would go like Suzanne and I would, my wife, Suzanne and I would go to her parents' house. They live uh, about 40 minutes outside of London and we would go to their house for, you know, a random weekend. And, I, you know, I'd unpack my bag and like, you can just smell it. And I was like, oh shit. Like, oh is, shit. This is how gross my house is. They're like, like who's in this? their nice clean house. Oh, that's classic. That's <laughs> yeah. a good first impression. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she, yeah, cause she's from London. Yeah. She, she, or she England, grew, I should yeah. say. Yeah. She yeah. grew up a, a bit outside of London and Southeast of England. Yeah. So funny. My little daughter Capri, I think uh, she came over here the other day to like get Audrey to her. It was dinner time or whatever. And yeah. she leaves and I'm inside and all of a sudden I hear, Capri talking like uh, trying to mimic the British accent, <laughs> you know, and it was actually pretty good. I'm like, Capri, nice. what are you doing? She's like, Daddy, I want to talk like Audrey's mommy. She talks so cool, <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> it's just because it's you watch Peppa Pig all the time. Oh, probably, right? Right? Gosh, I can't stand that George Pig though. I'll get him one day. <laughs> all right, it's a classic. Yeah, hope I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make note of that. I mean, I feel like we do a pretty good job keeping our house clean, but that's uh, I just thought that was funny. And like you said, true, it, true. It is, Cause, true. Cause smells travel with you and they stay in there. So, yeah. So when you got back, it smelled like cigs too. Oh yeah. All the time. <laughs> all right. I like this one too. Um, although it's been a minute since I've been in a wedding, I think those days are behind me, but it says if you're asked to be a bridesmaid's groomsman or MOH slash best man, man, Maid of honor, oh, maid of honor, best man. Consider the hidden cost, fine print before you say yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Have you ever had those weddings where you just had to buy shoes and oh, definitely, yeah. the rental couldn't work, so you had to buy a custom or or you had to buy the suit that they tailored and yeah, I, and you I've had the actually, bachelor party. Yeah, I've I've been uh, a best man in three weddings, I think three or four. Boom shakalaka! Wow, and, and then you had to plan a bachelor parties too, then. Yeah, but yeah, they were they were slightly easier. We were, you know, everyone was young and didn't have money. It's not like we were <laughs> flying across the country or the world or anything. All right, so what's like the biggest, most grand bachelor party you planned? Oh, I, uh, no, nothing big. We got a limo, and we and this was in when I was still living in Michigan. Uh, oh no, I take that back. I was not living in Michigan. I was in England, but I, my friend was still in Michigan, and I went back for it. Um, and we got a limo and we went downtown to downtown Detroit, which is kind of a shithole, but there's a couple of decent places, uh, went to like a casino. Uh, so it was just a one night. It wasn't like a no, weekend just, deal. Just a one night. And maybe the, uh, the groom was definitely, uh, puking on the way back. Hey, then that's <laughs> but, successful. Yeah. Then that's successful. Yes. Yeah, mine were always like a weekend thing. And I just remember sometimes being like, oh my gosh, I just dropped a grand and then I spent it's like before you know it like 1500 two grand just to be in a wedding like oh man but well or and then people do those destination weddings too and you're like oh oh see I haven't had any of those thankfully no well I I haven't either not many um not much but yeah I know some people do and it's like they expect everyone to drop you know whatever three three grand to (laughs) yeah right in Jamaica for a weekend and then are you like a dick if you don't or can't or You know, not just that. We're older now. We got kids. Like, I I can't just leave them or stick them with someone or like, what? Yeah, I hear you. I think, you know, we're done with wedding seasons. Finally, (laughs) for 20 years or 10 years or gosh. Yeah, don't remind me. All right, so give me your Ladera Pro tip. That's all I got on the LPT side tonight. 
So I, I liked Tim's pro tip. For, oh, for no, we can't go there. We can't go there. Shout out to. Uh, okay, so wait, remind Tim. the folks His of what good. that is, please. Remind <laughs> so, the folks of what that is. Ladera pro tip. So when I was listening to to that episode with Tim and he did his pro tip of turning left onto Central Pasture because you're not allowed to. Like if you're going to Selma's or Albertson's there and you're going up. What is that? O'Neill? O'Neill, yep, 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 yep. By the dog park. You can't turn left there for whatever reason. I guess they don't. they don't want people cutting through and like making that a big thoroughfare. I get it. Um, but Tim's tip was to, which I do the same thing. Oh, if there's people behind, if there's nobody around, I'll turn left. But if there's people behind me, I feel bad turning left because I'm a rule follower a little bit, I guess. Uh, so yeah, I'll turn right into the dog park and do the U-turn. And as soon as you turn, there's obviously a camera there above the, the stoplight and it, changes it for you so it's green all of a sudden and then everyone else like including you that gets pissed off and has to stop. oh my gosh it drives me nuts it drives me nuts i can't like oh oh man it's so just it's tough it's tough you make the light go red for all of us so you guys could just, just keep going up and turn left like oh man so your pro tip is that you come yeah. in here and back up tim's pro tip man no. wait sorry we gotta no. end this show folks i've got i've got no i've got my own pro tip but his his i agree okay with. so was, i like the fact of they should make it like a, a solid green right to where it's a right away left so yeah. if there's no oncoming traffic yeah. Actually, no, because I don't want people stopping there to make a left. It, like, if there's nobody there and you can make a left real quick, go for it. That I'll do a, that all day long. That is another thing. That but you said you're a rule follower, so you won't run that nah, risk. I mean, I'm, no, I, mean, I don't know. If there's people around, yeah, I feel like guilty because they're like, yeah, this asshole breaking the True. rules. So okay. Like, right, there's rules. Uh, <laughs> one thing that I've noticed, at least around here, I haven't been everywhere in California, but at least in Southern California, they they don't have the, the blinking yellow like left arrow uh, at stoplights. Whereas like where I grew up in Michigan and living in, in Georgia, they did. Like if you come up to, you know, you get in a left-hand turn lane and there's a divided highway or just two lanes going each way. And it's, it's that light's not red for you. It's like usually a blinking yellow, which means if it's, if there's nobody coming and it's safe to go, you can go. Cause the amount of times that I've sat at a light here, I'm like, this is stupid. Like, I'm sitting here for three minutes for a green waiting a green for the left green arrow. arrow. Yes, yeah, and like, there's get, nobody coming. Dude, I feel like Ladera. They need to calibrate their lights or something because it should turn green. A normal light in a lot of other places will yeah. just turn green. It, it'll sense that nobody's right, coming that, that other direction. There, and then you're but there. The ones yeah. in Ladera don't. They got to go no. through the whole cycle. So, so wait in in back east they'll flash yellow yeah it's just like a like the left arrow is flashing yellow yeah after it's uh, like say it's turned green as soon as everybody and everyone goes and then you know it runs its cycle for like a minute and then mm -hmm. it turns into a flashing yellow which means if it's safe to turn left go ahead and turn I left. i love that yeah and they, I, I i don't see that around here and it's uh, a bit of a pet peeve gosh so speaking of driving around here well, here, here's one more life pro tip. I forgot to have it. it says, Waving someone through a stop sign when they stopped after you is not doing anybody a favor. <laughs> and most competent drivers are just annoyed at you for behaving unpredictably. Yep, I like, agree. Oh, wait, I thought that was boom shotgun, but hey, <laughs> we don't edit. Yeah, they are horses, dude. Exactly. They are freaking barn animals. Learn how to drive your car. Go be an animal. <laughs> like, I can't stand that, dude. When I'll be driving and this person obviously stopped waiting for me. I'm sitting there waiting for him, and they wave me through and then... I'm like, huh? Like, I, I seriously don't know what they're doing. I think they're waving at me sometimes. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. And same thing with the roundabouts. I just want to shout people out. It, the person in the roundabout has the right of way. Yes. So 
you should never stop in the middle of a roundabout to let somebody in. No. Ever, period. Well, and that's another thing, too. Like, in in England, they use their turn signal in roundabouts to indicate if you're going to be I do that for people. Or, I do okay. that for people. And I do, too. But I, I feel like it's very rare. I like rare. that. That's it's, a good pro tip. It's very rare. Actually, yeah. Well, I have, then I have two pro tips. Hey, yeah. So. Signal in the roundabouts. One I like pro that. tip is, yeah. Signaling in the, in the roundabouts. Just to let people, like, people that are waiting to, like, turn into it and go, you know, mm-hmm, go mm-hmm. right or whatever. And you're going to turn right in front of them. But they, you know, they're still sitting totally, there. Totally. If you just totally. get your signal before you come up to it, then they'll know and they can go. Yeah. That's a great one. That's a great one. Cause I do that on a regular road. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As you should. Okay. Nice. And then what was your other one? My actual pro tip is, is as much as I don't want to add e-bikes to this community. Oh man. Fuck, fuck some of those little kids. Dude, they are gnarly <laughs> little, their, little freaking e-bikes. But for us, for like, you know, adults yeah, with yeah. little children, uh, we love, we got these rad runners, uh, little cargo electric okay. bikes with, uh, and I installed a seat and little handlebars and pegs on the back. And we put our kids on them and we go everywhere. Like we go through, we ride through the trails out, like through Marbella and we go to San Juan, San Juan Capistrano, like go out to eat. We can, there's a little Yeah, the trail light. down there is rad that gets you yeah. to, to Doho. And we take, yeah, we take it to Doheny yeah. and like you can, you can be there in 30 minutes on the e-bikes and it's fun. The kids love it. I've got a little speaker on mine and like Sick. blasting some so, tunes. So you, you and a kid, so you have yep. two bikes. Yeah, four, yeah. Okay, got it. I can cram both of my daughters on the back of mine and I do. Um, and they can sit on the back. So all three can. of you are sitting at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got like a... A, a padded seat that's got a, that's ba- a seat back and then there's little handlebars for them and then foot peg pegs. oh so they so two so wow that's cool so the two sets of handlebars or three no just once one set of handlebars for the kids and they you know the little one just kind of hold hold yeah. on to the, to the bigger one but i did put two sets of pegs on my bike for them dude, for so those rare sick. times pegs but... were gangster oh yeah yeah i loved <laughs> pegs dude Same. i loved pegs back dude that's rad so who makes them uh, rad, rad, R A D. The rad, yeah, rad runner. They're out of, I think, Seattle, maybe. Um, and yeah, they're all, they're awesome. They go like twenty two miles an hour. Uh, and like I said, you can get the seat and put the kid on the back and and go. Like we can be yeah. be to the coast in thirty minutes, and it's just fun. Do you know like their range or whatever? Yeah, forty miles. So one more than enough. Yeah, you can go. You can go to the beach and back to the beach and back uh, before you feel like you need to charge it. So that's so sick. Yeah. See, I need an electric bike really bad so I could start surfing trestles like a lot. Mm-hmm. Lower. Have you ever been down to lower trestles? San Clemente. Yeah. Trestles Beach. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so it's kind of a schlep, huge schlep if you want to go to lowers, but a big schlep if you want to go to like uppers, cottons, but electric bike for sure. I need yeah. one of those fold up ones though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, and I see the, actually the rad uh, bikes that we have, they make um, a surfboard holder for the oh, side really? as well. Yeah, so what's like that. the rough MSRP on those rads? Uh, at the time that we bought them two years ago, I think think they were 1200 each or 1300 well, that's not each. bad no, not, not bad. at all like, dude those totally super 73s are ridiculous are they I don't, yeah I don't even dude know how much like 25 hundo to what? five grand yes no shit and like yes. every every kid i know right every kid and not not just that you ever see the ones that look like an actual like dirt bike like oh yeah the uh, 125 cc or something yeah what are those things called surons surons yeah they don't have pedals which means it is technically oh they like, don't have pedals don't i never noticed pedals. that and uh, so i think that technically makes it like an, an e-dirt dude they bike. have so much torque and you have to have a license for that like those kids that are riding those they're that's illegal they're not allowed to have those 
Interesting. Yeah, my son wants an e-bike so bad, but he's only 10 and we're like, no, nah, not, not yet, dude. You're not, yeah. you're not ready for that. These kids are doing wheelies, like jumping. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I've seen some of those kids like coming down and coming down O'Neill and there's like a pack of them. They're doing the wheelies and like the seat transfer shit, like putting their knees on the seats and like, that's a t- talent, I guess. Like, yeah. cool, good for you, buddy. Yeah. But like, get the fuck out of the road. Exactly, dude. <laughs> I'll, I'll like go fast by him just in hopes that my, like my wind behind my car the drift i don't know what do you would you call that the drift yeah, yeah. or the, the pole <laughs> yeah. you know something just hopes that it like shakes them a little bit you're right dude you got to put them in check and say hey little mofo like yeah you shouldn't be doing this stay in your lane learn how to ride that thing they need to charge a 100 bucks or i don't know they need to have some kind of like license for those things i feel like yeah definitely well the, like i said the ones i think without the pedals they're classified as something different and i, I think technically they do that you have to have like a, a some type of permit for it you that's know? super interesting as you should dude as you should those things are super freaking dangerous yeah all right nice so i like those those are some solid pro tips for real for real they were they were so where was i know we talked about atlanta so where was like um high school for you uh michigan i grew up in michigan like the suburbs of detroit kind of in between um ann arbor and and detroit ann arbor is really nice that's where michigan wolverines are right that's right yeah sick so how did you go to college there? Uh, I did a year-ish, year and a half, uh, I think, um, college uh, there. Um, and then, yeah, so my my wife was born and raised in England. And then her dad was an engineer at Ford. And he came over to Mich- Michigan is uh, where Ford he- is headquartered. So he came over on a design project uh, for three years. And so we met during that time, um, my junior year of high school, her freshman year. And, wow. And so we were together for three years and then the family moved back. Um, and then we did the long distance thing for, yeah, like two years, I guess, or about Bro, that years. is long distance. Yes, it was. Yeah. And so, yeah, well, I was, we were flying back and forth, you know, when we could oh. like spring breaks, summer breaks, all that. And then, yeah, it was like, okay, I'm sick of this. Like I want to be with her. So that's when I um, went and applied. So you guys were high school sweethearts. Yeah. Nice. Same here. Oh yeah. Shout out. Yeah. 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 Lincoln Hills right down there. What year did you get together? Oh man. Trying to get me in trouble. Come on now. I know how many years we've been. together. So so I was like a a junior in high school. Yeah. I think when we started dating. So same. (laughs) Yeah. So how many years you tell me? 27 20 yep boom <laughs> i like, like it i like it 1995 are you you're you're one of those guys that's like you don't miss a date huh no i'm very uh, specific with shit like that <laughs> no see smart i need to take some take some notes i'm good i'm i'm like romantic but i'm very spur of the moment i'm not a planner oh i just have a weird memory like i can remember it, like things like dates and stuff like that like very well it's just solid in my head that is so that's good brain works hey that's good though creative dude yep creative dude so dang so so michigan so what'd you guys do for like like fun out there like did you ride dirt bikes bikes like what was high school like house parties or were the parties in the in the fields or like oh yeah both uh it was yeah in in high school like in you know we're in the okay wait so wait how many kids were in your graduating class for high school 1100 i walked with 1100 kids there's 4000 that's insane i walked with like 420 (laughs) (laughs) for real (laughs) and then i so my school had 4000 kids and there were three other schools high schools in my city that also had 4,000 kids. It that was is heavy. Massive. It heavy. Was, 
it was like the far, far at the time, it was like the far reaching suburbs of Detroit. So like, that's where kind of everybody went in the early to mid eighties. And yeah, is this before, was up. there still a lot of industry in Detroit at that time? Or uh, I don't know, like every, no, nobody that I knew worked down there um, or, or lived down there. There was, you know, everyone, everyone had moved out and like mo- moved in, you know, to suburbs and then they got bigger and then they just kept going further and further out. Like when, I first moved to where I grew up, my, my parents' house, there was nothing on this one road. It was just like fields. Mm-hmm. And then within, I don't know, 10, 12 years, it was just like strip malls and restaurants Damn. and like tons and tons of shit. It just like kept growing and growing. But yeah, we lived in a, like a suburb that had over a million people in it, um, the city. And yeah, the high schools were big. That's incredible. You've walked with a thousand people. Like that is incredible. But listen to this. Yeah. Over a thousand people in my graduating class, like 1100 students. And then they had, I wasn't living. uh, I forget where I was living at the time for my, I I think I must've been in England, my 10 year reunion. No, I was in Atlanta, but I didn't go to the 10 year reunion for whatever. Me neither. And then, but I wanted to go to the 20. I was like, like, oh, 20. They, they started planning it. And they ended up killing it because they only had like 35 people registered oh. for it. I was like, what? We had over a thousand kids. Like <laughs> 35. That's exactly. horrible. Yeah. I think there was like at least 80 at my 20, but I was disappointed. I wish I saw more people. Yeah. So they canceled it. So I, so I was in Georgia at the time and one of my good friends uh, that I went to middle school with and high school with, he had moved there as well. And so we were planning on flying up together and like we were going to go yeah. <laughs> and they canceled it because they only had 30, 35 people register for it. I was like, what the fuck? Dang. Hey, there's always 30, right? Or did mm-hmm. that? Yeah. We got a while till there, but shoot. Getting, getting wild. So where'd you go to college? Or you said design school or art school? Or? Yeah. I went to an art school um, just outside of London. Uh, at the time it was called Kent Institute of Art and Design. It's since merged with. For, for digital art or. Yeah. Yeah. I was graphic design, graphic design major. Oh, um, are you gnarly in Photoshop? Uh, yeah. You, or yeah, like Illustrator, what was like your no, tool? Fo- yeah, Photoshop. Photoshop. Like, yeah, raster graphics was better nice. for me than, than Vector. I can, I mean, I can do both, but um, yeah, Photoshop was my, my jam back in the day. And then I became a web designer and Flash, you remember Flash? Website? Yeah, I used to use, uh, what was it, Macromedia, Dreamweaver. Dreamweaver. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I learned on I mean, Dreamweaver. I used to use it, I just messed around <laughs> with it, but yeah, dude. Yeah, I learned on all that and yeah, was a web designer for many years and got into um like digital marketing and advertising then from from there dude so i've always like said this so when my when my kids or son was first born it was like okay i want him to learn spanish then it turned into like no he's got to learn chinese and now it's like no f that he's got to go to school for computer science and learn how to freaking write code right because (laughs) that's truly the language of the future now although with all the ai shit coming out i know chat gbt does it for you i don't fully understand that but i mean is that really going to put coders and all that out of business or developers or coders the same thing as developer right yeah developer yeah okay although yeah yeah it's uh, one and the same um it's yeah it's going to change the industry it's going to change my my industry as well like designers because now you're instead of photoshopping you know a 50 layer project you can just ask an ai to produce it based on prompts but i've been telling people at my work i'm like okay i i can foresee that it, it's just going to evolve and a new member of our team eventually is going to be an AI prompt generator. Like there'll be an expert at 
telling the AI what to what that to is produce. extremely interesting. That's that's part of you know where I can see it going. So just continue to get really good at asking Chat GPT. Super, <laughs> I ask it like, <laughs> are aliens real or right. what? Or is a ghost? <laughs> like I ask it some random dog man. I go I go ape shit with the Chat GPT. Some when I have time, but but you. Sp- Speaking on the a the art generator thing, um, my podcast logo was designed with Dolly. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. Dolly, dude. And I, I actually had so much fun messing around. Yeah. I, I paid fifteen bucks and bought an additional like hundred and fifteen credits. I think I still have seventy left, but it's it is it's fun. So when, much fun. When I first got on it, uh, yeah, I messed around and I actually I brought um, both my daughters into my office and I was like, okay, and I told them what it was and showed them one thing and I was like, I was like, just just name something. And this was right before christmas i guess and so they oh were like, you're like an early early adopter guy yeah so they were like they're like uh i was like just start saying stuff and they're like santa claus in like uh in outer space and blah 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 and like all this stuff and i just typed it in and it produced these four fantastic images and really we're all like what the fuck like this is this is awesome like, it is truly mind-blowing yeah it's it's, it's crazy yeah because you can specify photograph or synth right. wave or digital art or 3d yeah. render or yeah. sketch or yeah. cartoon it's like it's yeah. nuts yeah it is crazy and how fast it works and and we're we're just at the beginning like this i is, know that's what i've this is just starting like i can only imagine what it's going to be like for our kids you know they're going to It'll just be. They're not gonna have to do shit. You know what it reminds me of, dude, is the Disney cartoon Wall-E. You know, and all the people are just all freaking fat, sitting on the spaceship and just connected to their chairs all day, (laughs) and the robots just like run the world and do everything. It could happen. That's like I all. I I mean, dude, look at the Simpsons. I should do it like a feature on that one night instead of having sections. I think I should just talk and focus on a feature. But the Simpsons have predicted all the predictions. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's crazy. Dude, yeah, so good. So, yeah, that's who knows where we're going with that. No, it, yeah, it. Uh, we're we're at the beginnings of it being like, you know, available to everybody and like starting to be like pretty smart. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, but like, ten, okay, so let's say I want to make a phone app or something. I just like I don't get it. How I would just tell it to write code to do this? Like if I say. I want to, okay, let's, let's tie it to like mortgage. I want a mortgage calculator on my website. So will it just write you code for like a little app or plugin or something that you can put? I think so. I haven't messed around with like making it write any code. Okay. Um, but from what I've read, yeah, you can, you can ask it to in like in, in specific coding languages as well. You can say like, write me a, whatever, uh, angular or react, um, you know, version of a mortgage calculator. Shit. What's it, the main thing? Is Java out. still like the main yeah, language it, out there? Yeah. And both those things I just said, it, uh, they're both JavaScript languages. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's still the main front end. Um, What's the other one? Cobra or co? Cobra? Python. Python is one. Yeah. That's for native apps. I think like iOS apps. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. See, I would love to like... If I had time, I'd love to go back to college or even community college and just take a class in coding or take a class in, yeah, coding or app development. I find it so interesting. Yeah, I, I would go, uh, I wouldn't do, personally, I wouldn't do that. But, like, I have I have always thought, like, because I've, I've, you know, things I'm interested in, like, sure. whatever, like, space and stuff. I'm like, oh, I'd oh, love, love to space. go back. Or I'd love to go, like, because I've tried to read, <laughs> I've tried reading books about, like, quantum mechanics and string theory oh, and all man. that and it's just like phew, i end up <laughs> end up reading the same paragraph like 14 times yeah and yeah i'd love to love to one day maybe maybe in my retirement that's what i'll do go to like some college classes for 
stuff like that that I want to. Do you do you believe on. in aliens? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I don't. Really? I don't believe that they're here that okay. they've ever come here, but I think it's really um, selfish and stupid to think that in the vastness of this universe that there is not another single planet out there that has is habitable for life. Like, why would there not? How could but, there not be? So okay, do billions, you think? Do you think billions. that that the life is an organism status or do you think they're us or, or beyond us? Uh, tough to say. I, I, I assume that there are multiple worlds out there with life on it. And some could just be plant life or whatever that takes shape there. Or some could be intelligent. I'm sure. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure. I can't say I'm sure. Yeah. Right. I don't know, uh, but yeah. I you assume, think, you I think. think, I think that there is, yeah, definitely intelligent life out there uh, and then there's probably less intelligent life too there's probably some uh, you know kind of infant planet stages that like ours was you know millions of years ago yeah. they might just have like bacteria or they might just have some simple simple creatures there but so you don't like believe in reptilians and all that <laughs> shit oh well, like all the in hollywood yeah yeah, yeah they're, dude, they're the over. underground reptilians <laughs> and just yeah i love yeah. that no i can't buy into that conspiracy theory that's so funny <laughs> not so much red so okay so but but back to like the art and the the digital stuff so what what have you seen online or you're you're in advertising and digital apps or what have you seen online that you think is like really good i guess in that space or a company that has done something super sick or oh i mean all, all the like the bigger companies like well i don't this might be geeking out a little bit into my own world of user experience but like um, ux yeah okay so like companies like um uh like TurboTax, like they do a really good job uh uber uber like that came out of nowhere and like revolutionized what you know, nobody was thinking about that. And by a good before. job, you mean just how easy it is to do yeah. something on either of those yeah, so platforms like, or apps. Yeah. My, my goal, like what my team does is we, you know, we, we make software, we make apps, we make websites that we try to simplify it for the end user. The, that end user needs to get from point A to point B, navigate that space. Mm-hmm. And the easier that we make it, the better our, you know, we've done our job. So yeah, you look at, apps like uber like anyone can just pick that up and you know very quickly know what to do and how to navigate through that so you can mimic that app in the sense of like build a skeleton or or almost like a skin for like a website like a wordpress site you can buy Mm -hmm. skins for you guys build these apps that have all these intricate oh yeah different ways but you could put any you could apply it to different companies or different industries or spaces Oh, per yeah. se. Well, yes, per se, yeah. But that's not what we do at work. It's specifically for my company. Mm-hmm. We do we do these big complex like financial software um, applications uh, for them that like you're trying to take multiple programs that they use and then combine it into oh, like just one damn. one thing. Yeah, it's it's big. It's a lot. <laughs> that's what I feel Salesforce was really good at. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of. So they're another great one. But they're so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> like insane. But dude, I love that whole that whole pass and SaaS space. Yeah, yeah. You know, software as a service, mm-hmm. platform as a service. I think it's it's genius. Genius. Yeah, it's it's definitely a good good business model, especially for like yeah, development focused organizations. Like, yeah, definitely a good business model. You you like what you're you're doing? It sounds fun. 
<laughs> you, I guess a job's a job. Or shit. Yeah, it used to be. It used to be more fun um, when I was younger. Uh, now it's yeah. No, it's still good. It's still somewhat exciting. But um, is it my dream job? No, but it's also like you know, it's a good. It's a good gig, and um, it's it's important. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I hear that. Yeah, might not be like the you know I used to concept and like do like tv commercials and things like that like that was fun yeah okay. Uh, and now i'm into the world of software design but why not build your own app uh i don't need one <laughs> i know right okay so i'm gonna talk to you off air because i have ideas okay <laughs> i would love to be building some apps that sounds that sounds really fun to me all right so today i learned black lotus i've uh, talked about in episodes in the past how my brother and i used to collect sports cards we worked at a sports card shop um in the summer, we would literally, we were like 10 and 7. We would work 7, 8 hours for like 5 bucks, so cheap, <laughs> getting money. The second we got off work, we'd turn around, we'd buy sports cards with it. He was always luckier than I am, but hey. So anyways, around like 92, 93, Magic the Gathering comes out. Magic the card game. I remember it. And these guys would come into the card shop, and you know, my brother and I were avid basketball, hockey, football card collectors, baseball, the four majors sports and we'd see these guys buying this stuff I'm like oh my gosh these idiots these tools like what is this crap like i can't believe they like this so fast forward i don't know 25 years 30 years gosh it's been a long time and do you know how much like one pack of those original magic cards is out oh, of that box that's what i was gonna say are they actually worth oh my now? gosh so one unopened pack is 35 grand plus whoa if you have a box you're looking at like 500k plus mind you the box is probably 200 to <laughs> I don't know. I wish I could answer that question. So this one's called today. I learned about black Lotus, black Lotus, magic, the gathering card. So this is a, a black Lotus is a card from that original series one in 92, 93 sold for 540,000 at auction, a new record. What? Yeah. But is still not necessarily well in the collectible card universe. So it says two years ago, the previous record selling card for 510,000. And that's clearly an increase in value, but when adjusting for inflation, it's not entirely clear that it's actually an increase at all. And it's definitely a disappointment compared to the threefold increase in value for Black Lotus seen in 2019 to 2021. Wow. So I, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I randomly saw a video just the other day about um, the uh, Mickey Mantle rookie card. And the guy apparently bought it for like a hundred and something thousand. And now it's worth like 20 something million. Like, I don't wow. Know I don't know if that's true. Like that sounds, seems really far-fetched to me. No, I mean, I bet because there's not many of those. And if it's in good condition yeah i mean i bet that very well could be true that's great because collectible cards they're really gone up in value these past few years a because they're like memorabilia now some of the newer ones they're putting like autographs and and actual parts of a baseball bat or parts of a basketball or a shoe or a jersey yeah. or like the, the cards are crazy hmm. now a it, friend of mine he's i mean he's he's our age but he's gotten recently into uh collecting pokemon cards no and like reselling them yeah and like, like that's a, his instagram feed has just turned into that now all of a sudden he's just like, so his kids must have loved him and yes. he got super into it yeah he's got he's got a son who's i think probably 10 um and yeah i think his kid got into it but he's gotten into it and he's apparently found like you can 
you buy these packs and like there's some in them inserts that are worth a, yeah a bunch of money and so yeah now he's that's like his his whole existence so does he get super lucky and pull these cards or is he buying them on like the secondary market then flipping them again uh, it seems like both i've seen him like go and like buy a bunch of packs and then like you know open them up and find that's some dangerous lucky dude. Ones. those packs are expensive are they <laughs> i, I want to say they're at least like eight bucks a pack oh okay well, that's not too bad <laughs> that's great that's so funny yeah. so i was like dude here so he's just slinging Pokemon yeah, cards yeah. on his Instagram. As, as a 44-year-old man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad that's not me. I guess. Actually, I wish it was me because I wouldn't be slinging little Pokemon cards. I'd be slinging 510K Black Lotuses, right? Yeah, you you know how many Black... I mean, at least we got we got a bunch of like Kobe rookies and we got a bunch of Kobe. Like, we got some good cards laying around, but... You still have them? Yeah. Oh, really? Of course, dude. Look around. Look around. Do we still have them? Come on. <laughs> I do. So I ask everyone that comes here, Carl's Casita, where we're broadcasting from. I mean, describe the, the room to the folks. I like it. It's a nice vibe. I, I love your, your gigantic curved monitor. <laughs> that's for work. Yeah, that's a that changed my life in terms of, um, I mean, I'm always productive. I feel like I'm really good with time management, but just, I always had two monitors, so being yeah. able to have one yeah. monitor and then my laptop for my emails you know my laptop yeah. was right there for my emails it's uh it's game changing it, it really is yeah, life changing that. i hate to say that something as vain and you know <laughs> flashy is life changing but man that has been life changing in terms of uh, work yeah no it's it's good it's it's huge and i can see putting like multiple programs up on it at the same time yeah being, i get being more productive for i sure. got two web windows i got teams i got my text messages i got you know do it all yeah you really can it's great it's great and it's so sharp you know you plug an xbox in and it's pretty rad too because you got the whole surround but no but but this no when i walked in i was like oh this is cool this is i didn't even realize i didn't even know you had this at your at your house i've never i guess i've never been in this model of of, okay of house in ladera so i don't even realize that there was a separate uh casita so yeah this is perfect yeah carl's casita baby everyone's working from home and like it's just nice to be separate yeah yeah i like working from home too definitely lucky so are you are you work from home or you yes yep yeah so it's funny when when we were originally going to move here, I was going to be the one on my team that was going to be remote. And so they wanted me to fly back every three weeks. They wanted oh, me to fly across tough. the country. That's tough. And I, and I, you know, I was like, fine. Like I get to keep my job. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, okay, we'll, we'll do that. And then of course, like I said, pandemic hit and then everyone went remote and then I moved out here and yeah, we're all still 100% remote. Even even the people that live around the office, like they don't go in that. They're starting to go in like one day a week for, you know, like a meeting uh, and then they go out to lunch, which is really nice. Um, but a team building kind of thing. Where is the office? Uh, in Alpharetta, Georgia. Oh, wow. It's okay. Like third, fourth. Dude, because I don't know if you've seen this stuff about Amazon, but they're really pushing their people hard to get back to in the office. Yeah, I think a lot of big tech companies are. But they, and same with, e, so I work for EY and, and we've got offices everywhere, like thousands of them. And they're just paying all the, these leasing fees for them and nobody's going in. So, I mean, I get it. Actually, right before the pandemic hit, uh, I was on, I was part of the team. Uh, we were doing a, a, a rebuild um, and rearranging a few of the floors um, and, and and they they still did it like during the pandemic <laughs> nobody was there but construction workers were considered essential so they still, yeah they still yeah. did this build out and sick and and it was months it was like a year before anyone even saw it 
And now, like, yeah, you got people going in like one day a week, and I think that's about it, honestly. Well, that's good. They're not forcing you. I thought I had the Amazon article, but they're literally like, people are like, I got hired, you know, on the premise of working mm-hmm. remote. I live fifteen hundred miles away. Yeah, they're like, sorry, three days a week, at least three days a week. At you know, yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's so heavy. That's so gnarly. I know and those I- poor people. I don't, yeah, I, I, everyone's just it, as productive, if not more productive working from home. And then you don't have that commute. I had people that were in traffic, you know, they were, they had like an hour commute each way. So that's two hours of their day. Dude. And all of a sudden to not I, have that, like, that's really nice. Oh, it's so nice. It's so nice. On that same token, in early COVID, I was in a different industry than I'm in now. And I remember just hauling ass on the freeways for like the first time ever. It felt like I was a little kid. <laughs> You know, right. when, when it was just not as much traffic, not as bad, like going to Irvine from Irvine to Ladera Ranch at like, you know, rush hour, 730 in the morning on the freeway in like 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. Just no, so nobody. nobody nobody's it, doing it. it was nice. And that's one time I did like love going to the office because nobody was in the office nobody's either. There, and you yeah. could just like totally it was it was fun. Well, I kind of miss that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because when we first moved out here, um, you know, we moved out for my wife's company because they wanted all the uh, leadership to be in the same building. And we moved out here and she went in like, I don't know, three or four times. And when she, they had rules in place Uh-oh. that you couldn't have people in your like in the meeting room, you couldn't have more than like two people or something in the same room. So they would she, all that CDC bullshit. They just yeah. made up as they went along. Yeah, exactly. She'd go into the office and be on in her own office on a meeting with somebody in their office, like down the hall. I'm like, what? You just do that from home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Right. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. That was, that was life changing, dude. It was, it was, I don't miss it. I don't miss it. I'm glad we're out of it. I think we're going to be a lot smarter, like the next go around, but <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you like the casita. Yeah. Thank you. No, it's cool. I like all your memorabilia and your uh, cool artwork. It's good. All right. So I think, I know we just touched on Amazon. Have you ever heard about like them? Selling, okay, so I'll just say Amazon is being sued over allegations that it sells donkey meat for human consumption. (laughs) What? (laughs) Which the Center of Contemporary Equine Studies alleges it's illegal in California under the Prohibition of Horse Slaughter and Sale of Horse Meat for Human Consumption (laughs) Act of 1998. Holy shit! Wait, how, Amazon even how? Uh, oh, Amazon sells meat. Yeah, I'll get to. I'll, yeah, right. <laughs> they really sell groceries. But did you know there? This is illegal in California under the Prohibition of Horse Slaughter and Sale of Horse Meat for Human Consumption Act of 1998. So I guess it's illegal for us to sell oh, only in California eat horses. <laughs> I guess who would want to eat a horse? I'd never want to eat a horse. I ate a horse once. Not a whole. What? Not How? A whole, not a whole. Oh, I got to hear that story. <laughs> so a bite. A, you eat a bite. No, no. I had a whole, a whole horse steak uh, at a restaurant in France one time. It was on the menu, and I was like, I, I, I would never think of doing it. Sure. But it, it was on the menu. Like, I've eaten, you know, game, like elk. Well, and oh, There you go. Wow. A horse, though. That's gnarly. Would you ever try a dog? No. No. Uh, <laughs> Damn. So did you like it? It was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't like how much did you eat? How much, how big was the steak? It was pretty big. I mean, it was like a 10 ouncer. No, it was bigger than that. I would say like 16 ounce. Probably. Bone in, bone out. No, it was bone out. Um, but it, it was all right. Like it didn't, wow. it didn't taste 
Well, it didn't taste that different to, to really. Me. Yeah. Like it, it kind of tasted like a cross between a cow and an elk. Maybe it was like, interesting. Slow. Yeah. But yeah, it was on the menu at this random little restaurant in France. And I was like, ah, fuck it. I got to, is that a, is that, is that a delicatessen out there? Or maybe. is that, but then like, I've thought about it and like, how like yeah is there like a they're obviously they have it on this menu yeah this right so like is there a farm where they're raising these for slaughter well, what what did it say horse steak or oh i can't i can't remember i think i had to translate it somehow or maybe it was written in english and and french um but yeah i think it was called like horse steak of, <laughs> horse steak or steak of horse or something steak like of that horse. steak of horse <laughs> oh that's gnarly <laughs> i love that though i love the the gumption or just the you know throwing yourself out there like that like yeah, hey i've eaten some some animals uh, and yeah it was on the menu and i was like well, why not I'll that's try. rad i'll try <laughs> my father-in-law's eating a bunch of weird animals too like snake, snake and yeah, all snake. that stuff yeah what snake I've, I've rat i've had rattlesnake and i've had there was a there's actually a restaurant in detroit uh, that's that. That's one of their things that they serve. Uh, rattlesnake, which really rattlesnakes are not native to Michigan at all. I was just thinking that they no. come out here and catch them. Or... Yeah, I think so. <laughs> they come out to Ladera. So, how sure. does snake taste? Uh, kind of like alligator. You ever heard of alligator? <laughs> I've heard of it. I mean, I never had it, but hey, hey. So okay, a little, a little bit like kind of maybe like a cross between like chicken and pork. Like it's, really, it's so alligator's not fishy. Mm-mm, no. No, it tastes like like meat, like almost like a yeah, kind of kind of cross between chicken and pork. Um, maybe a little uh, firmer, I guess, but no, didn't it wasn't bad. Dude, that's super interesting. Like super super interesting to me. Yeah, wow. like random. I've had bear as well. <laughs> Where'd you get bear from? Uh, North Georgia. They. <laughs> <laughs> they put it on the menu. They had bear, yeah, they had bear. Um, yeah. Were you a hunter like as a kid? Or? No, no. I've gone. I've gone hunting one time uh, for like a, a weekend. It was like a Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday night, Sunday morning type mm-hmm. of thing. It's like sitting in a blind with a oh, rifle, twelve gauger. Yeah, I didn't see shit. Like <laughs> waiting there for hours, like getting up before the sun. I know you can't like do anything, make any noise. No, like, none sit, of it. Sitting there for hours. I, I didn't. I didn't see shit. Like not one. Not <laughs> oh, that's that's funny. Not one deer. I was like, That's okay. That's funny. And that was it. That was my whole, <laughs> that was my foray into hunting. So what's like the best animal you've ever eaten or what's your favorite? Oh, it's got to be a cow, right? Steak. A cow. Okay. I mean, I didn't mean like that. I meant like something <laughs> exotic that you're just like, you wish they had more of. Hmm. That you could go get it maybe once every month or something. I don't know. Well, we used, to, I mean, I, I actually do like, I like venison like deer, deer mm-hmm. meat is, is yeah, nice. that's, like, that's a, good. like a tenderloin from a deer, uh, if prepared properly is very nice. I've had elk steaks before. Those are very nice. if done right. Um, that's about all I can think of that. I would actually want to have again. That's so, I, that's great. You ate snake alligator. I love that. I won't, I won't go back in for the horse steak again. One and done. <laughs> one and done. That's <laughs> fine. I've lived. I've lived. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So uh, let me finish here. So after the, the, the act that is apparently in place, it's 98. There's a lot going on there. Blah, blah, blah. The global donkey population is being, is being decimated due to high demand for Iaho. Yeah. Iaho, also known as gelatina nigra, also known as donkey hide gelatin, which hucksters claim has health benefits. Following the lawsuit, a Wired magazine investigation turned up at least 15 edible items for sale on Amazon that claimed to contain donkey, four of which were available to ship directly from an Amazon warehouse. 
The lawsuit wants Amazon to stop selling Yahoo immediately, and if the company is in violation of the law, it potentially faces a fine for every sale. That is very wired very magazine. <laughs> and is, is that just in California? Like everything is, called, yeah. is known to cause cancer in California. Well, dude, yeah. Cause look, donkeys in it's California. this, it, 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 it violates the law that's illegal in California mm-hmm. under the prohibition of horse slaughter and sale of horse meat for human consumption act of 1998. You go to Nevada though. You can eat shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Ain't no freaking consumption, <laughs> consumption laws in Nevada. You just eat. Wow. <laughs> I had no all, idea. All the better is that you want. Yeah, go to Mexico. There's tons of donkeys down there. Yeah. <laughs> Painted ones. That's very random. In weird places. All right. Have you ever been to Mexico? No. We're actually going for the first time in July. I'm Ooh, another one. Boom, Where are you going? Never been. We're going to the Riviera Maya, like just outside of Cancun. We're flying Oh, so you're going Cancun. to mainland Max. I, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, ne- yeah. Okay. Ne- never been there. We've never been to Mexico, which is funny because now we live so close yeah. to it. So I was know? talking Baja, like TJ Rosarito. No. Well, I, we've been... We've talked about going to Cabo, so I'm sure you know, like everybody around here goes. Cabo's goes, nice. Goes to Cabo. It looks nice. We've had some friends that. But that's like there. nice. Like I'm talking like seedy Mexico. <laughs> no, like, no. Where I'm gonna organize. Yeah, I'm gonna organize a Stein time trip because there's some guys <laughs> around here that I've that I've met that I like that have never experienced the TJ Baja Rosarito trip. But we're no. not gonna go and get all weird. I'm, we're just gonna go and like surf and hang, and okay. you know, it's a sick. You got to do it at least once, dude. It's. It's so much fun. No, I've never been. Yeah, we're we're going for the first time in July. Um, for- yeah, you're gonna have a great time where you're going. It's beautiful. The water's so yeah, blue and it's it, warm. And it looks yeah, it looks very nice. Yeah, so. you're going to straight paradise, dude. Yeah, paradise. Hopefully, it'll be good. It's my it's my parents' fiftieth wedding anniversary, and they're flying everyone Whoa. there. Like all, my, my brother and his kids and us and our kids, and it'll be the first time ever that my parents have seen all their grandchildren in the same spot really it's never happened yeah never for a holiday or nothing no like we've always lived yeah i guess yeah i was in england my brother's in northern michigan and then i was in atlanta and then my parents moved to florida and then we moved here like yeah it's never never happened and like the two my brother's two oldest boys they're in the military so one's in japan one's in alaska dang so yeah how old are they uh the older two are 20 and 22 dang and yeah they've so yeah my parents have never seen all their grandkids dude together, that's gonna so. be so much fun yeah that'll so this be is like, so sick they my like my parents have been talking about this for i don't know probably six or seven years oh like, dude our heck yeah. the wedding anniversary this is what we're gonna do we're gonna <laughs> like fly everybody in we're gonna all stay at the same place and yeah and now it's, and you're gonna have happening. a good time because that's a fun fun yeah. i don't know if i've been to, ever been to the maya but i mean i've been to mainland i've been to cancun i've been to Mazatlan. Alcapulco, I mean, yeah, you can't go wrong down there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm you're going to have, you're going to have an absolute blast. So what about like Suzanne's parents though? And in, like, how often do they, we, or so, are they in England or did they mm-hmm. move over here? Okay. No. Oh no. I don't, they never, uh, we've talked about it with them for years. So did, we'd like did to Suzanne, the only reason she's here is because of you? Yep. <laughs> okay. Hey, love yeah. is love. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we got married in England and you know, we were kind of looking at where, where to start our lives and mm-hmm. did like a pros and cons list and like just the, the cost of living in London versus what you get paid over there. It's, it's crazy, especially when we're, you know, you're 20 something yeah. years old starting out 
it, it was nuts compared to moving somewhere like Atlanta where the cost more of living was cheap and yeah, there was just like, yeah, a lot, a lot more. Um, and she had been here as a kid in high school, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so she kind of lived knew. in the States for three yeah. years. And so, yeah, she knew what it was all about. And so, yeah, yeah, we decided, um, let's, you know, come stateside. And, and then what about her sister? How'd she get out here? Uh, so, and Brian, he's British too, right? He's not. Brian's from Michigan. <laughs> what? I could have sworn he has an accent. I, he does have an accent. I can't wait for him to hear this. Yeah. No, he, so, he, but I'm not saying like a Midwestern accent. I'm saying like a oh, yeah. proper English accent. Well, he lived there for 20 years. Maybe it's 20 not proper. Years. Oh, it is proper. Okay. Yeah. He sounds like, wow, like I thought he was British, like I just no, said. No. <laughs> so he, he and I grew up about 20 minutes away from each other in, oh, that's in fun. Michigan. And then we started dating the twins. And then, oh, my gosh. That's rad. And we were all very close. And then he and I worked together. And then when the girls moved uh, to England, like we, we were traveling back and forth together. And then, yeah, we decided, like, we're, we both went at the same time. We moved over there in uh, 99, or was it 2000? Um, and then, yeah, he stayed. So he was there for 20 years, uh, and I was there for four. Dang. And okay. Then, and then, yeah, we, we were in Atlanta. They still stayed in, they were still in London. And then he's in film marketing, uh, and so they opened up a uh, office in L.A. Like he opened up that office and, mm. and and lived there. He was traveling back and forth. A so bunch. he markets motion pictures, or yeah, film okay. film and TV. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. He's got some good accounts with like Netflix and Universal and stuff. Yeah, he strikes me as an idea guy. Then like that, that would be like I he's, could see him he's just clever. making crazy guerrilla marketing. Yeah, he's a clever mofo. ideas. Yeah, I need to hit him up on this. Be like, yo. Yeah. How can we spend no money and blow this <laughs> shit up? And I bet he'd have some really good ideas. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could put this sticker on this girl's ass. <laughs> uh, no, he's he seems legit. I think he's funny. He's yeah. a, he's a great guy. He's, he strikes me as he's funny every yeah. time I talk to him. I've... Yeah, he's a good he's a good dude. So yeah. so you've known him since what grade? Uh, I met him like right when he turned sixteen. Okay, so like sophomore year, yeah, yeah, that's nice. It's good to have friends like that close. Yeah, it's funny. Well, because yeah, we spent so many years apart, and like our our wives, as identical twin sisters, like had not yeah. lived, really had not lived near each other, like as adults. Like I think I think my wife was twenty when we moved to Atlanta. So, Oof. um, yeah, all that time apart. And so anyway, yeah, they moved to moved to L.A. Um, and and then it was nice that being in the same country same continent mm-hmm. and then now shit we're in the same neighborhood <laughs> yeah that's awesome that's awesome but does he have to work in la or no yeah he goes up there uh once in a while and like takes you know clients out and his team yeah. out and stuff like that but it's all like, yeah, as long as he's not stuff. driving there every day it's good no no he takes a train how old are their kids or like what are your your they're the, nieces and nephews they're the exact same age as our kids which both is, really yeah which is really dude it's very random so <laughs> that's just convenient that's epic yeah having them being twins and us living in different countries at the time and they they started trying before we did um and then it just so happened that yeah our so our oldest were you on like that ovulation schedule and shit i used to remember like that our first one bro like i had performance issues (laughs) because i was just under so much pressure like that ovulation calendar when it's time to go that happened shit like no man no i can't operate like that i I can't do it i remember as well yeah (laughs) yeah i'm I'm heating up it's coming to the 
these days. I know. Okay. It's like maybe like my whole life I thought like these are the words I wanted to hear and it would be so <laughs> sexy and now it's yeah. like I'm, I, I can't. I'm it's sorry. Like, it's like forced fun. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I feel like I'm a freaking hooker or something. No, we actually we got pretty lucky though. I think both of our children it was like maybe the first month the first wow cycle, that is lucky dude. Maybe, that is way lucky may, i mean maybe it was like the second one for one of them but yeah we got pregnant very quickly both times um and so yeah just randomly like they they had uh their their son and then three months later we had ours and then oh so they were pregnant together yeah oh, and then cool. they've got a, a daughter who's uh they're they're two weeks apart. So the older two are three months apart and the other two are two weeks apart. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's nice, dude. Yeah. That's so rad. It's nice. And they're like, they're like best friends and like, so cute. Yeah. It's very, it's cool. It's, it's very different. Like when we moved to Atlanta and we lived there for 18 years, we had no family around. So everybody, all my, fa- hers was in England. Mine were in Michigan until my parents moved to Naples, Florida, but we had no family at all. So we had good friends that we felt yeah. like they were, you know, family. Okay. Um, but no family for, you know, but I mean, how is that community compared to here? You know, we got multiple swimming pools, skate park, tennis court, you know, (laughs) no, where I lived, it was much smaller neighborhood. There was like, um, I don't even know, like 130, 170 houses maybe. And then there was a, well, we had, we had like a sister neighborhood across the, the road that had the pool and tennis courts and all that. And we belonged to there, but. Oh, you had to belong. You couldn't just like hop the fence. And... No, no. Cause our neighborhood, our, our neighborhood HOA was a hundred dollars a year. Oh, get out a of here. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's a. It was, yeah, it was cheap. It was a very, it was a, di- it was very different than this like master plan community. I never heard of a master plan community until I looked into Ladera and before we moved here, I was like, what the fuck is the master plan What community? is that? I don't know what that is. It's this. Like, okay. Like, like, like they, multiple amenities. Like, yeah. All the amenities. Like, like having. <laughs> Splash pad. Yeah. Yeah. Having like the, the skate park and the multiple pools and the walking trails. And, but then also like having like the, the shops and the restaurants. Like, yeah. Close you know, by. Close by like that. That this is a master plan community. Yeah, I like that term, master plan. That's hey, learn right. something new every day. All right, it is. It is a master community. Mm-hmm. Super sick, super sick. Bubble within the bubble. Like I said, it's no it no place better. No place better. All right. So, do you have any like um, today in Ladera or hold on? Let me give you one more actually. So, water. Right. We've been having. Oh my god. The I'm more over. yeah. I'm over <laughs> insane amount of rain. So. The West Coast precipitation heavy winter is expected to ease a lot of the water stress at parched reservoirs with Lake Powell projected to gain 35 feet of water. Have you heard about what's happening in Lake Powell? Not specifically Lake Powell, so, no. It's like so, it was so low on water a few months ago that it had drained like 20 feet in some areas. Oh, yeah. And they were finding like dead bodies yep, and shit. Exactly. Yeah, that, yeah. So <laughs> basically, they're saying we're out of drought, but Lake Powell's projected to gain 35 feet of water as snow melts over the next three months. That water wends its way into the Colorado Basin. Good. And but that only increase it to a third full, which is moving in the positive direction. Blah blah blah. Groundwater store, storage levels remain at historic lows and will take years to recover. Lake Mead, which is between Arizona and Nevada, will potentially take more than a year before it changes notice. So what the hell? First they said we're out of drought, and now we're saying it's not like historic groundwater is at historic lows. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't, don't think we were in like what they're calling I think a mega drought. I'm doing air quotes. Nobody no, hey, hey, you, hey, mega mega drought, and I. Th- 
think that we'll come out of that mega drought status, but I think we'll still be in a drought. Like they're not collecting all of this. Like a lot of it's running Dude, into the Pacific and, but shock. It, yeah. California is so bad at collecting water. It's so yeah. shocking and really so are. frustrating. Have you ever, have you driven through like up North at all? Yeah. From, and you see the signs yeah. from, from in central California of the farmers saying they're like F Newsom or protest this protest that stop yeah. dumping our water blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and it's just it's crazy I was bummed to read that because I thought we were out of drought dude I thought we did it I, I thought we, we freaking did it it's helping but it's not total okay so I think I was gonna ask you give me give me a, a do you have any today I learned today in Ladera it could be a story a story something you saw uh I learned not not necessarily today, but recently with all this uh, all this weather that people don't know how to book a drive. <laughs> oh, dude! <laughs> Boom shakalaka! Yes, they do not. No. They do. But we covered that, so they're gonna start learning. They're gonna not stop in the middle of a roundabout. Yeah, they're not gonna go right at Cecil Pasture. <laughs> they're gonna keep going and go left onto uh, uh, Antonio, on and we're gonna be good. All right, all right, awesome. So let me see here. How far are we? We're, well, we're moving, dude. We are we are trucking. I don't even know what's next. Oh wait, <laughs> Urban Dictionary words of the week, dude. We gotta we gotta cover those before you get out of here. I don't know which ones I have this week actually. Let's see here. All right, so the first one is sweet feet. Sweet feet. I'm supposed to guess what that is in yep. the Urban Dictionary. Sweet feet. Uh, I don't know. So, some weird fet- foot fetish maybe weird smelling foot somebody's fetish. feet. I don't, I don't Ooh, know. that's a good one, dude. That's like smelling their feet. It's just basically, it's almost like that. It's just a hot chick with pretty feet that I love with all my heart. So I'm not like the weird fetish guy and I don't understand yeah. like a, a foot fetish or anything like that. But I do like, you know, pretty pretty feet i knew i knew a guy once years and years ago he had a foot fetish and no and he said he's like i was like dude, no what? i was like what what is like that? he wanted to eat them and stuff or lick yeah. them oh yeah yeah he, no! loved, he loved all no! that and he and he said he was like he's like oh so you know you're a guy you like you like boobs right and he's like imagine if you could see boobs all the time that's what it's like for me like in the summertime oh when girls are wearing sandals and i'm like what seriously wow wow <laughs> super random Damn, like, so he's just horny all the time in the for, summer. For feet, yeah. For feet, dude. Wow. Uh, you know, to each their own for sure, but yeah. Uh, the, he's on OnlyFans all the time, huh? <laughs> yeah, just like, sure. That's so good. Wow, wow. All right, we put that one to shame, dude. Home, shout out to Foot Fetish Homeboy. Yeah, he'd be Hey, to each their own, though. At least he's like, you know, at least he owns it. At least he... he yeah, yeah, he, no, he wasn't. He wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't shy about he wasn't it, shy you know. About it he claims he claims that shit. Yeah, I like it. All right, snail blazer, snail blazer. What the hell? Um, okay, when you got a runny nose and you're wearing a blazer, so it says a person who may not be fast moving or fast talking, but is making a difference in the world in their own way, wow. possibly quietly or nearly imperceptibly okay. akin to a trailblazer, yeah, tra- that's what except I was at a more relaxed pace. Like a trailblazer, but who, you know, goes, goes about it a little slower. Okay. Responsive to snacks, kindness, reason, and naps. <laughs> <laughs> snacks and naps. <laughs> in a sentence, my childhood neighbor was a prolific knitter and snail blazer in local craftism or craftism. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Good. Wow. Wow. Where? What is? What are we going to? I, I need to make up some of my own urban dictionary. All right. How about I'm gonna make up my own for you, Georgia guy. So, barn, Barney. What's a Barney? A Barney. 
Uh, having sex in a barn? Ooh, I like that, a barny. Like a little, okay, like me, no, that's not what it is. So a barney, I guess, would be short for barnyard or barn door. It's like if you're in the ocean surfing and someone calls you a barney or on land, like you're a barney, it's short mm. for kook. Like you belong in, on a on a farm oh, in a okay. barn. You're like a barn door. You're just big, big door. You get in the way. Okay. Sit there yeah. and float. So Barney's like short for kook or I've maybe heard that. Uh I, I ski. I'm a skier and I, okay. I hear the there's the term Jerry. You're, okay, you're there you Jerry. go. Jerry. Well, it sounds similar. I like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like it so have you ever tried snowboarding? I did, yeah. Like when I was so I, I've been skiing since I was five. And wow. when I was like Eighteen, nineteen, maybe. Yeah, eighteen, nineteen. Uh, I did. I tried snowboarding. Uh, like two, for two seasons. Like you know, just rented a snowboard, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and holy shit, it, it was really hard. Yeah, it's, it, it can it hurt my knees, hurt my ass. I was like, uh, I'm good at skiing. I'll just stick with it. There you go. <laughs> skiing, I feel like you can maybe go faster, but yeah, I went uh, last year out to Colorado. Met uh, met up with a friend. He's a he's a big snowboarder. And we had never rid, rode, rode together. Um, and yeah, he was kind of nervous, like, you know, that we wouldn't be the same speed and everything. But no, he was he was good. He was cruising. Sick. Yeah. He, Have you been to Big Bear? Oh, yeah, yeah. A few okay. Times, yeah, I mean, yeah. nothing special there. What about Mammoth? Yes. Went to Mammoth last year uh, for a week. Took the took the fam. Um, I'm trying to get back there again. Actually, I just got, I'm on their email list. Oh, they gosh, just sent, they just sent an email that said they're going to be open until at least the end of July because the base that they Sick, have, yep. it'll take that long to melt down. I'm sure in July the snow will be shit, but, but you that's incredible. Go. Yeah, that's it's crazy. insane. Mammoths. Oh, I love Mammoth. I love Mammoth so much. It's, it's very, it's, it's such a magical yeah. place, that mountain. It is. It's really nice. Up great there. town. Great yeah. town. Great town. Yeah, it's cool. All right. So let's see. Off my chest here. Um, all right. I don't know which one we're going to go with. My 13 year old daughter doesn't have any friends. How sad. Sad trombone. <laughs> right. I did. I think I brought this one up because, okay. I know, I know it's a tale as old as time, but bear with me in my little rant. This school year, it seemed that she was making new ones. She was happy till today. Today, these new ones was speaking about hanging out and doing a sleepover tomorrow. In front of her, of course. My daughter is not invited. She came home from school quite upset, but not crying, but sad and really thought that she was making improvements with the group. But it's crystal clear that they don't see my daughter as a friend. She isn't, she isn't new in her school. It is her school from her first day of school. It is her school from her first day of school, but it's a small school and she have a few options to befriend with another girls. These new ones are one year older than her. Basically says they're heartbroken. Oh, here we go. Sorry for my broken English. It's not my mother language. Yeah, mother. Okay. Anyway, so girls are tough, dude, right? Yeah. Little, I feel like girls, so we both have girls and I feel like I'm not like guys, you get mad at each other. You just punch each other, (laughs) you know, cuss them out or something. But girls, I feel like can be like malicious. Yeah, and yeah, and like, yeah, I think the, yeah, maybe the emotional intelligence of boys versus girls is very different. Like, boys, I don't have boys, but I see yeah. other boys and they, they just seem crazy and kind of like single tracked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where girls are a little bit more, I don't know, maybe more well rounded in their thoughts, I guess. That uh, or just that they, they can be like, I feel like they can be way meaner to each other. Yeah, see, I haven't, I haven't yet to experience that. So, so you're, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I mean, yeah, luckily, like our 
uh, our oldest, like she's 12 and she's, you know, she's good. She's a good kid. And she hasn't, you know, she's, she's been around some girls. I think that maybe we're like, okay, this isn't a friend type and I shouldn't be, you shouldn't continue hanging out with them. And she's made that decision to, to drop them, which is fine. Nice. But then there's been other times where it's like, okay, like, yeah, somebody, so-and-so said something or so-and-so sat next to this person at lunch and it just ruins their day. <laughs> like, yeah. Aw. Yeah. But that's it. That's, that's all they, that's all they know. That's their world. Right. Yeah. Like they don't have like all these like bigger outside influence. Like, like you, you talk about, we live in a bubble within a bubble shit. They live in a bubble, uh-huh. in a bubble, in a bubble because uh-huh. it's their little world. And that's all they know. They don't know anything. Else. Yeah, that's true. So I do feel bad for them sometimes where it's like, you know, the, whatever their, the, that woe is for the day. Like that's like, that's their whole thing. Like, yeah. Like, like everything's horrible because of this one little thing. And like, you know, they, they tell us and we're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, you know, you don't want to brush it aside because you care about their feelings. But also you. it's like, God, that's not a big I deal. Know, like I I've know. told my kids, like think about life and like the, you know, the grand scheme of things in the outside world. Like, you know, and I don't want to downplay them and like hurt their feelings, but also like what they're dealing with at that time. Yeah, it's not, it's not that big of a deal, but it really is there. Yeah, so you got to approach it. And yeah, I hear so that. I hear that. It's tough. It's it tough. reminds me like so. My oldest son or my oldest kid, I'll hear my middle girl like saying stuff about her friends or whatnot, and he'll be like, "Henley, just punch him." <laughs> <laughs> that's know? a simple solution. Yeah, man. that's his. That's his solution. Some uh, some girls will. Yeah, some <laughs> girls will. So it's like, oh man, I, yeah. My middle one's just so sweet. And same with your your youngest. So, girls, be nice out there. Be nice out there, girls. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, wow, man, I'm I'm you know pretty much out of stuff. One thing I did want to touch on real quick, and I I will never talk about like um business on this show. You know, um try to say what i do but there was a loan program come out i mean us and all our friends are beyond first-time home buyers but this is kind of like a public service announcement for california so real quick a year ago the payment on a five hundred thousand dollar house with 20 percent down and 3.75 percent which is roughly what the mortgage rate was on a 30-year fixed would be around 1855 for principal and interest so that monthly payment for the same house house prices up 3% year over year and mortgage rates currently at about 6.75 would be 2,672. So almost a grand more, an increase Mm -hmm. of 44%. And monthly payments are just continuing to go up and up. So therefore what that's done is it's really place our class of buyers, you and I, what I would consider to be a step up buyer, right? So we're not first time home buyers. Mm -hmm. If if we buy a house again or when we choose to move, it's going to be to step up in size or step up in quality value, just to step up mm-hmm. period. Or we're going to sell when all our kids are gone. And right. That's, you know, that's, yeah. yeah, exactly. I'll, yeah. Step, I'll step down, step yeah. down, well, step down. So those are really our only choices <laughs> and, and you're not stepping down for at least 15 years at right. least. And it's impossible to really step up right now. Cause even though home values are high, if, if we were to sell, we wouldn't be able to have that much of a step up because interest rates are so high. Unless wow. your home is all, all cash, which I think 30% of homes in America have no mortgage at all. But you get what I'm saying. So it's very it's a very weird, weird time in the market right now. So essentially what I'm what I'm trying to say is starting on Monday, Cal F H F A is there's a program through the government. Talk to a loan officer. If you know any first time home buyers, maybe they've been unable to buy 
Um, they're really, they're, they're starting this program. It's part of the dream for all program. And they've allocated these funds essentially. And what they're going to do is they're going to give you a 20% down payment. The government, yeah, or the California state is going to give you 20% down payment to get into that home. And what that's going to do is it's going to help you qualify for a much bigger home. Cause that's the other problem, right? People that, that maybe wanted to buy. So the median home right now in California is 715 grand. <laughs> yeah. That's and the, and in the nation, it's like 384. Yeah, I was say, you think about other States where like you can buy a pretty <laughs> decent house for like 250, 300. Dude, it's, it's effing heavy. It's effing heavy, <laughs> but Hey, we love the bubble in the bubble. So, right. so, you know, it's really, it's really, people that could afford that a year and a half ago with rates lower are now all of a sudden cannot afford that because rates are, are mm. so higher. Like as we just saw mortgage payments rise. So this, this 20% down, it's really a, it's going to make you a really attractive buyer because anybody putting more than three and a half or 5% down is always attractive. And B it's going to make your mortgage payment a lot cheaper. But what's the, the, the catch? interest on that? Yeah. So it, the interest rate, will, you'll, it'll be at today's interest rates, but the mm. catch is that 20% down they're giving you, it's not going to be forgivable. You're going to have to pay it back when you sell the house or if you were to do a cash out refinance that's higher than that amount. Mm. But essentially, mainly, I would just look at it as paying it back because these are starter homes, right? It's only first time home buyer eligible oh. or you, you you cannot have owned a property in the last three years. Okay. So um, pretty much first time home buyer. It's not for investment homes. It's not for any of that. But the catch is that uh, you're going to have to pay back that 20% as well as any of the equity the home gains you're going to owe 20% of that equity oh. to the government. Oh, wow. But I would still do it. I would really? do it. You don't like that? I don't know. 20% of the equity? Like, I think it's a fantastic program. I mean, dude, what, or, or what is the other, what's the, the other option then to not do it and put 5% down, have PMI, your mortgage payments right. going to be huge. Yeah. Um, you know, you're playing with someone else's money. It's essentially free money. I mean, I get it. That's not it's not free quote air quotes here free, free money. money well yeah i mean you're gonna have to pay it back with 20 percent of whatever equity you gain in the home but i mean it's gonna put first-time home buyers in a, in a really strong position so yeah you know i bring that up just to to say i know it's crazy in california and and if you anybody out there knows anybody that's maybe been discouraged from looking at a home or anything like that just tell them ask your local person about the cal hfa cal hfa program It'll give you 20% down. Um, yeah, I think yeah, it's these, solid. But, yeah, but, For the first timers out there, there's younger millennials. Yeah, no, it starts on Monday. So they just okay. kind of introduced it. And like I said, it's not really like a showy thing, but I really think it's, um, I want people to own in California. I want people to buy. That's one one thing like, you know, we, how could I put it? Like I'm California until I die, born and raised, born and bred. I love California. I don't think there's any better state in the nation in terms of weather, everything we have, beach. Like like it's it's the most beautiful, epic yeah. state there is. But it's just the politics that have made it kind of a drag, you know, which yeah. I'm, I'm not going to go there. But, you know, my wife and I had talked about going out and and moving to, to Tennessee, you know. But we did? Yeah, we did. Oh, wow. But at the end of the day... We just couldn't go because California is just, it's, yeah, it's magical, you yeah, know, but really on the, on that same token, one of the main reasons we were thinking about it or is just for the, for the pure fact of when our kids grow up and, you know, get married and start to have their own families or whatever, well, my daughters will be locked in a room till they're 30. So, <laughs> but you know, when my son grows up and gets married and has his own family, then 
I would like them. I mean, selfishly, I would be nice if they could live kind of close, yeah. right? See my grandkids. Not they don't have to be like a mile away, but within a car drive or you know something like that. And I just think like if we stay here, like right here, how are they ever going to be able to do that? Maybe <laughs> right. maybe one of three of them, or yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough. I know. I, know. I, I am. I've got a lot of you know Facebook friends, like people that I went to high school with and stuff. That they've all stayed. They're all there. In yeah. Ann Arbor, like well, I, I was in between Ann Arbor and Detroit, yeah. But they're all they're all there, and you know their families there, like they're they're so like the kids have like all all their cousins, aunt and aunts and mm-hmm, uncles, mm-hmm. multiple sets of grandparents. I'm I'm a little jealous of that, but also like I like the fact that I moved away and did different things. Sure. Um, but then I think about the future and like, yeah. oh geez, like our kids, like what are they going to do? Are they going to go away and we're not going to have that relationship with them? Uh, I, you know, I would like that as far as what, as far away as our family families are, we do still see them. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we talked about years ago was the fact that you know we don't live close together but when we get together it's usually for like it like a two-week stint you know and so you're you're sharing a a home for for two weeks and like you you know you you create those bonds and and that is nice and that that is different than like if my parents or her parents lived like 40 minutes away and they just came over for like a sunday lunch Mm -hmm, or dinner or something mm -hmm. and you're only seeing them for a couple hours a week like that that is that is different it's it's a very different kind of lifestyle for sure but yeah i think about that too like what what's gonna happen like are our kids gonna go away to to college like we've already talked to our kids about um you know possibly going to to england for school like they they could they could go there and it's a hell of a lot cheaper uh school's cheaper there school's cheaper there yeah it's like it's government subsidized so wow that's um even like oxford and those gnarly ones (sighs) honestly i don't know um i don't i don't know because i think maybe those are considered private I'm, okay i'm okay. not i'm not 100 sure but but it's it's a lot cheaper for sure um and also like you know i did it and it was like a life a cool life experience like totally. it's a hell of a thing yeah so I, I would encourage them to you know do what they want go as far as they want but then also yeah it's like you think about the future and like when they're finally settling down are you gonna are they gonna settle down by us like or like shit where are we gonna be i don't even know so yeah. If you're there for 20 years or more, you get a free accent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. I love that. A, he is from Michigan. I am shocked, dude. It's the shocker <laughs> of the night right there. Straight up. I bet it helps with business too, right? You just like sound so professional English. Like, yeah, very astute. Yeah. Uh, so did, has uh, Suzanne's accent, is it is it the same as it's always been? Or is she like, did she, it got less thick or you know what yeah. I'm saying? I, 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 it has waned. Um, and yeah, people like her friends will definitely point it out. Like when we go and visit and stuff like, oh, you sound so American. She's like, oh, Do that's like? funny. Like, I don't, I don't even, I mean, being together for 27 years yeah, now, you don't like, even I notice. don't, even, not- I don't yeah. even notice it. Like, I do, once in a while, she'll say a word that I'm like, oh, actually, that's been a thing, like, throughout our entire relationship, you know, us being together, and then me living over there, and us living over here, uh, certain words, like, we'll always somebody will say something and I'll be like, wait, is that how they say it in England or is that how they say it in America? Like, is that the American version of it? And we, we get confused sometimes. Just, what about like cool ourselves. slang? I know they got some cool slang words. Oh yeah. They got a lot. They got a lot of slang. Well, they've got 
Cockney rhyming slang. I'm sure you've heard of that. That's no, I give no? me one, give me one. Uh, like it's that's like an old thing, I think from like the 60s. Uh, Cockney rhyming slang, but it's a it's a thing. Um, like from like East London, um, like snatch, yeah, that kind of okay. stuff. Yeah, but if you Sick. say like you know, uh, up the apples. Apples and pears, stairs. So you're just talking about going upstairs. Wow, up upstairs. that is intense. Yeah, have a butcher's, a butcher's hook, a look, have a look. That's wow, a see, <laughs> I would have thought a steak or give me no. some meat. Wow. Yeah, there's. A, I used to have a book years and years ago, uh, rhyming slang. There's tons, tons of it. And Suzanne's fluent in it. No, well, yeah, she can, but she doesn't use it. <laughs> normal vernacular <laughs> that's she, great she's not she's not a rough one from east london <laughs> <laughs> dude london is a very i need to go there i've never been there i would you love to been? go there yeah there's so much like history there like so history unlike, that I love. unlike earlier where i said atlanta is not, not it's a living city it's not a cool place to visit london is a very cool place to visit like super cool like it's just i mean it's as historic as you want it to be and like just it's got a vibe for sure it's, yeah. yeah the river cool. thames like all through it thames. and thames oh Th- them thames thames, thames. thames. Oh, yeah it looks like thames for sure but, Dude. <laughs> but thames for some reason and then the gosh what's the pound at right now do you know oh it's low uh yeah it's um it used to be like you know almost almost double mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so our american dollar did not go that far back then um but now it's 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 becoming closer and closer i think it's like 1.2 something um wow that's pretty close yeah it's close and like the when we were over there uh i forget when that was last last summer um the euro was like right on par with the dollar like it was like no way it was like a one-to-one ratio one-to-one yeah Yeah. oh my gosh yeah when i was in europe last it was like a buck 35 oh really where'd you go oh gosh i was all over france portugal Mm. the last time i was there with the last time i was there let me think yeah it was gonna be portugal Mm. Which I love. It's like a mini San Francisco Lisbon. Yeah, Lisbon. I've heard good things about Lisbon. I've, I have not been. Um, yeah, I would like to go there. In you, France, too, I like a lot. South of France, like Biarritz, Hossegor, yeah, yeah, Anglet. Yeah. You yeah. just have a horse steak over there, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you're so inclined. You Dude, no, but you see that little bottle that says, like, the entree coat or whatever? Yeah. So my wife and I were on our honeymoon, and that's in Bordeaux. And literally, we're, like, walking around the city, and there's this line in this building that's literally like like across the side of the building and all the way down like the next block and we're looking like what the hell are all these people doing like it's like this massive line and it turns out it's some restaurant and all they make is just like this one kind of steak Mm. so there wasn't even like options on the menu really it was like all for this one thing and you sit down and like that was the name of the place le entrecô nice coat and i don't know i just remember that but it was a good steak it definitely wasn't horse meat but it was it was fantastic with a glass of bordeaux and yeah. i'd just never seen that before literally like I, I think the restaurant was only open like for dinner time only for like five hours and yeah, yeah. and people were lining up it was nuts at a certain amount every night and once it sells out they're done yeah right they know how to yeah. do it over there <laughs> yeah. dude. they know how to do it well my wife will still talk about to this day uh one of the one of the most random but best meals uh we were in Paris. We were we were young, probably like I don't even know, like eighteen, nineteen. Oh wow! Uh, we were in Paris for a weekend, and we we 
went to oh, doing touristy things. We went to the Eiffel Tower and we were standing in line and there was a hot dog vendor. Ooh. But not like a hot dog vendor like you'd see in like LA or New York or something. These gigantic fresh French baguettes about, you know, like two, maybe 18 inches long or something like that. They were, they were big. And then a big like hot dog, a sausage. that So they had a big steam pipe that came out of the hot dog cart and they would cut the top off of the baguette push this push it up on the the pipe and it would push all oh, the bread down yum they would line it they swirled it with ketchup and then put the big giant hot dog in it and then capped it back and gave it back to you and we ate that while we were in line for the eiffel tower and it was phenomenal dude that sounds so good <laughs> yeah it was like it, in baguettes first oh yeah, it was quite the quite the hot dog, um, <laughs> dude. That's genius. Yeah. I remember when I went to Amsterdam, like the Dutch fries. That was all new to me. Oh yeah, the way to eat French fries, and they have like a million sauces for yeah. these French fries. Yeah, we so that's where we went last summer. We went over to England um, and visited um, Suzanne's parents and brother and family, and then we went with her parents to and our kids. We went to Amsterdam. I I went to Amsterdam when I lived over there when I was mm-hmm. like twenty, sure, with a bunch of guys. And Hell that, yeah, that was a very different trip, dude. We went and stayed in a hostel <laughs> in the red light district. Right? It was oh, insane. No. <laughs> like it was, uh, oh yeah, I was with Kelsey on that trip. It was crazy, dude. Just literally watching girls shake yeah. their ass in the wind like a pet store or something. Yeah, we walked through one. I went uh, it, with with like five other guys and yeah, we walked through the red light district and yeah, like look at <laughs> those people in the window. You're just like, wow, this yeah. is, this is a, it's, this is a real thing. This is new. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'll take that, that, that. Okay. Yeah. We went there for, at that time we went there for the coffee shops. Sure. Uh, sure. And had, had, way, I remember that was a too trip much. too. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Did you did you at least pass out in your room or did you pass out in the streets? No, in, in the room. Um, actually, I have a, a not safe for air story okay. that I'll have to tell you. Yeah, about. but it's not just coffee shops. They got like magic mushrooms over there. And well, everything. And that they, was that was going to be part of my story. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll I'll, I'll give you one from Bali for me too right. with that because yeah, but yeah. So we went last summer. Oh wait, I thought that was Ric Flair. Too many beers, but okay, last summer. Yeah, we went. So we went to to England, and then we went to Amsterdam, and took the the family there. And that is an awesome city. It's, it's just, beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Like it's like I I just I love the the culture there, and like how how the people are. Like it was cool. And yeah. Like yeah, it was. It was the, one of my favorites. Like the Rembrandt House, the Anne Frank yeah, House. Yeah, yeah, we went to both. Like, yeah, oh, so sick. And yeah, the canals. It's just nice walk. Yeah, exactly. It's just nice walking around there. It's like such a walkable. And then you got the city. coffee shops. Yeah. Yeah, we did not partake this time. Not at my, all. No, not with my wife's parents. Oh well, yeah, I guess I <laughs> and, don't know. And our children. Like, Gosh, <laughs> it's been you know some years for me, but if I'm there, oh man. Now we walk. Got to have at least like one day, right? I mean, you can. I'm. You might have got a contact high walking back. So, <laughs> oh, for sure. I know it's so potent nowadays. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. You remember like I remember like being like. 15, 16, and like buying like bags of what we used to call swag. Swag, yeah. Swag, you call it swag, yeah, okay, brown, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sprayed with Windex <laughs> yeah. like, to get across the border and like seeds. The and bammer, and stuff. dude. Yeah. Bammer. It's like, yeah, it's, it's very, very, it's come a long way. Yeah, like really. when I was young, just like chronic or swag, you yeah. know, chronic or well, swag. There, was, there got, was like indoors, outdoors, but it wasn't like chronic sativa. Yeah. hybrid no freaking cookies glue i don't know all this shit wax yeah. like dabs. they got yeah. dabs yeah a dab it's like what <laughs> no it's become a wait, whole culture wait yeah wait so instead of like rolling it up in a joint or like smoking it out of a little pipe or something you've now 
melted it into this extremely high potent, potent wax yeah. and <laughs> you freaking smoke it out of a crack pipe yeah I'm like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm like that's oh that's what's happening <laughs> okay no is it like you could get swag and then when i was probably like 17 or something 18 uh, all of a sudden something called hydro yeah was, i remember kush kush, kush i remember yeah. kush hydro i had to go to la like, to get some good ass yeah. kush. oh we had to get it from canada okay <laughs> nice nice I grew, I grew up about 15 minutes away from the border in, of canada is it legal in canada or that's just where it is it now came from? it is now but back then it wasn't no that's just where they they grew it because there's just I, I oh that's interesting because there's just so much empty space up there maybe i don't know or the laws were a little bit more lax than so wait, where does Canada border it? Georgia or right? No, Detroit. Detroit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like, literally, like fifteen minutes on the freeway east of me, you'd be in downtown Detroit. And in downtown Detroit, they had a the it's called the Ambassador Bridge. I still remember that Ambassador Bridge. And then there's a tunnel, and you can take either. You can go across the bridge, or you can go under the river, Detroit River, and you come out in a place called Windsor, Canada. And it was a really cool like downtown um that we used to go to so the drinking age was 19 there well that's sick it's Uh, like tj for us but drinking age is like 10 there right (laughs) but so my brother-in-law brian and i we when we were like 17 we used to make fake ids nice Uh, that's yeah i'd like legit ones yeah pretty legit like i now we're talking I'd, I'd scan scan your driver's license yep, in, yep. and I would take it into Photoshop and I would change the the date around, but so it'd still be your picture, it'd still be your yeah. address. Like I changed the driver's license number too, just just in case. Uh, and then I'd print it out. My dad, I was at my parents' house. My dad had a really nice color printer, dude. And I print it out, and Brian, oh, I hope I'm not telling yeah. telling too many tales here. Yeah, Sorry, Brian. Good. Sorry, Brian. Hey, the the jeopardy but, is passed, or whatever they call he, it. He would he would take your license, and back then it wasn't like a credit card like a plastic card it was this laminated um like id interesting that uh that had like the state seals in it and he somehow developed this technique of soaking it in hot bleach water for three days what a g cutting three sides of it and taking like goo gone or goof off and rubbing the original one off and then he'd put my printed one in and then he had a fucking laminator no and he put it through the laminator and it was legit like bro it it was so he was hijacking holograms yeah yeah (laughs) dude that is badass it didn't have a hologram it was just seals like imprinted on the plastic but i get what you're saying but after laminating they would still be there faint but you could still feel them and so yeah we were selling them and they were they were pretty legit and Dude. so we'd go to canada at like 17 18 yeah uh and have fake ideas that said you were like 20 because uh, the dream yeah. was 19 yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a dude it was a that is tap. genius dude <laughs> that is so good wow wow <laughs> i'm off my freaking soundboard game tonight but hold on <laughs> dude and how much were you charging per pop? Uh, 50 or 100. If we knew you, we charge you 50. If we didn't know you, we charge you 100. And how long did it take you to make one? Uh, not long. Like, uh, like he had to soak them for, for a few days, two or three days. Um, and then it took me maybe like an hour, hour and a half to like Photoshop it and print it out and cut it out all nice. Um, so yeah, it wasn't, wasn't did too it bad. scan or did it not have a barcode at that time? Oh, no, dude, they didn't have that shit back then, dude. <laughs> nice. Like, See, our IDs were always. Fucking, they always scanned. Oh, really? You always had yeah. that? Wait, no, we didn't have like the scanner at the back, the mag stripe, like nothing. It was literally like just this laminated card. And the only way it was like legit was these state seals were like melted into it. So, dude, I'm... <laughs> that's that's I love that. 
That is so resourceful. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I mean, I don't know if that's violating federal law or <laughs> just Probably. like regular law, but we're, hey, we're crossing. It we're sure crossing, beats the hell out of selling drugs. I'll tell you that much. We're crossing uh, country borders <laughs> to get yeah, taken to Canada. International so. affair, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. dude. It's like catch me if you can, Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Yeah. Statute of limitations, though. I think we're safe. Yeah, you're safe. It's you been, probably did. They, they, they can't prove 20, it. You're just you're just lying to make yourself look cool. Yeah. They can't prove that. Dude, that is great. Fantastic. So we are happy to have you in Ladera Ranch. I mean, happy to be here. it is it is like how you see yourself staying for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. We we have said like now that we've bought finally, we it took us it took yeah. us a while. We got into uh I don't know if I told you before, we got into six different bidding wars on houses. Wow. We were looking for, and speaking of like going back to the interest rate stuff, mm-hmm. like we were originally like going to be like 2.8. Wow, yep, yeah. Yeah. And then it was like six months later, like it just kept going up and up and we're locked in pretty decent anyway, but. Um, yeah, you got in at a good time. Yeah. But it, it took a while to, to find the right spot, but we're glad to be here and. Dude, this street, this area is I know. amazing. I love it. Yeah, we got the double cul-de-sac right yeah. here, but you're my first like neighbor neighbor to come on. So nice. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, we we like it here. We're gonna stay. We'll we'll stay in this house until the kids are gone. Um, and then and then we won't. You know, I don't. Yeah. see the point in living in that big house and not having kids in this neighborhood. Like, let some you know sell it and let some yeah. other family raise their kids here. Definitely. Yeah, you know, we'd like to maybe get like a. I don't know, like a two-bedroom condo down in San San Clemente, like overlooking the ocean. San Clemente, yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. I wish the schools were better there because we looked we looked at it. We're like we love that little like town aspect, you know. Mm-hmm. Being able to walk to that little like Del Mar you, Street. Yeah. yeah, if you lived on one of those streets like around there and being able to walk to so you looked on the ocean side you didn't look in like telega or forester we did we went and looked at a house in telega that had an ocean view that i actually really wanted but Mm. then i got vetoed just because we didn't want to switch the kids schools again um so i was like that's fine all right well we'll can and plus telega has a different vibe like it the house was cool and had an ocean view but then it was just like it was a street and then once you go out into the other street it's like a main road, like a divided highway with street lights, like stoplights and everything. It didn't have this vibe. The community vibe. Yeah. yeah it I felt like you'd, you would, you would know the people on your street and that would be a, maybe it. I don't know. Maybe oh, that's a good way to put people. it. That is a good way to put it you know? though. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, like once you left that street, it just felt like more of a main road than it does here with like the roundabouts and you yeah. know, everything. So it's always action, always someone walking or oh, tons yeah. of parks and yeah. Or like, uh, I feel like we're not gated, but it almost feels gated. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely the bubble in the bubble <laughs> for <laughs> Let's sure. Go. Let's go. But I love it. But yeah, we looked over at like, uh, what is that called? Essencia? Yeah. Or our Rancho Mission Viejo. RMV. But you know, we looked at a few houses in there and all, it was so like, it, all the houses felt really overlooked and like it wasn't mature. Like the tree, fair enough that though in 15 years, like the trees will be there and everything, they'll be mature. But like they felt like they were kind of packed on top of each other and wasn't, it yeah. wasn't planned out as well as this. So we just kept coming back to Ladera. And then we actually, because we, our rental house was only about three blocks away. We knew this little pocket nice. here. And uh, we had some friends that live on the third street over there. And we're like, oh, God, if we can get a house over there, that'd be awesome. And shit, here we are. And yeah, 
We love it. So yeah, we'll we'll definitely raise our kids here. We love it. I'm trying to remember who lived in your house before you. Uh, a guy named Jeff. Jeff, yeah, Jeff. He was <laughs> not. He was a. He's a character. <laughs> I think he was older. Like he raised his girls. Yeah, there. I think yep. he had two daughters. He's a good guy. He was a great guy. Yeah, I think he had two daughters, and so he raised his family there. And yeah, and he now. was like neighborhood watch, dude. Oh, he really? was OG. Yeah, he was OG. He was on the HOA board. Yeah, all of it. Oh, I forgot to go over the Ladera happenings, but on the first, I think April first, they have like the Easter egg hunt or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is it April first? Hold on, I'll tell you real quick because I got to go over the happenings, and then we can get that out of here yeah tired of hearing me speak i bet <laughs> i'm not listeners don't don't flatter me yeah saturday april 1st damn i'll be gone dude i'll be in hawaii so oh, yeah. okay it says but that's the easter egg hunt that's the big one you know where they have all the booths and stuff and wristbands oh really and the kids win all the crap you oh, just, okay yeah, yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about the, the big egg hunt yeah the big I, egg hunt. i've heard we're having one on our street as well oh, yes always yeah. always but but april 1st is the big one with uh, the one at founders okay so it says here wristbands are seven bucks through 5 p.m wednesday march 29th or 15 dollars on the day of the event and those just give you the unlimited games i think and then the toy drive drop off april 17th through 21st Wreath, where's the other one, dude? It should talk about the garage sale again. That's my favorite one. Have you ever done the Ladera garage sale? No, I mean, I've seen never it. shopped it. or sold. No, I have not. No, because when we moved out here two years ago, we purged everything. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so I didn't really have shit to put in a garage sale, but that's coming up on like April 21st, I think. So keep I'm, that one in your calendar. I'm looking forward to the uh, the summer concert series. Coming yeah, back. that's fun. Like that's dude, like, those are good times. It's just a cool thing. And again, going back to my Ladera Pro Tip with the e bikes, like e bikes, that's, that's what we do. So like, we take the e bikes down there with the kids on the back and like a blanket in the in the basket, and it's yeah, it's awesome. You don't have to worry about parking. <laughs> that's good. money. That's money or or walking. Yeah. Um, John Burkle, John Fireman John was on last week with me, and he's his pro tip was buy a wagon okay buy a wagon so uh-huh. yeah. you know for perfect for those events too and he yeah. said make sure your wagon's big enough to fit like your two-year-old in there or whatever yeah exactly because you're gonna have to don't like, want to walk pull them or drag them <laughs> around but yeah e-bike i would i need to get an e-bike yeah i do uh, i just uh, don't want my son dicking around on it and killing himself well that's the thing you've got an odd number of kids too so if you you and kelsey got got one each then oh i don't i don't put, i, guess I don't trust kelsey driving that dude. oh really yeah, when I took her to Europe, I mean, she did okay on the bike, but oh man, her younger sister, man, just horrible bike riders, horrible <laughs> oh, no. bike riders, Uh-oh. you know. So, now, yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty easy to handle. Although my my parents came here, uh, and we let them ride it, and we were riding. Actually, we borrowed my brother and sister in laws because they've got the same ones. And so while my parents were here, like, oh, can my parents borrow your bikes? And they're like, yep. We went down, we were going down to, uh, I think, oh, I think we were going to San Juan Capistrano for lunch. <laughs> we were nice. riding through, my my mom bailed on it. She, she dipped and just fell. No. She was fine. Like, luckily she was only going, like, she was going around a corner, like, at, like, two miles an hour. But yeah, Oh, man. She what, dipped. she just slid out, or what happened? Yeah, she just, I don't know, she's just an old, an old she lady. Just, she just, just fell true. over. Yeah. Oh. And those bikes, they're not light. They weigh, like, 55 pounds. Yeah. So, yeah. Was she, she was bleeding, like, or she was no, good? No, she was fine. She fell into, into a bush. Dude. She was fine. Wow. Nice. 
Yeah. Well, hey, dude, thank you so much for joining me. Seriously, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna get you back in here. Like I said, I, I think like I told it. you, like the TTYS editions, the talk yeah, yeah. to your spouses. Yeah. I'd love to have you or you and Suzanne, Kelsey, and I. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, and just you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back on guests too. Yeah, for sure, because I think this whole thing is just about staying in touch with people, growing yeah. the community. I like it. Just, yeah, I mean, is there anything you anything you want to talk about or that we didn't cover? Or? I don't think so. I mean, unless you want to wax philosophical about a bunch of bullshit. Wax philosophical. I just learned it with that. Or wax poetic. Wax, wax poetic. poetic. I learned yeah, what that was. Too. But uh, yeah, dude. No, this is this is good. I, and I was saying to to my wife earlier, like, this is cool that you're doing this. Like, it's very it's very different. And like, you're putting yourself out there. And then you know, obviously, you had tim and daryl on and they're my friends and it yeah. was cool to like hear their perspective and to like learn i learned things about them that i, I might not that. have ever learned from a course of any like hanging out with them interactions so yeah this is this is cool it's a really cool thing that you're doing i like it dude oh thank Good you job. so much man thank you i appreciate it yeah. and we will see you again soon thank you Everybody will be dancing and be doing it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing tonight, doing it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and be doing it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing tonight, doing it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and be doing it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing tonight, doing it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and be doing it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling alright. Everybody will be dancing tonight, doing it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right. Everybody will be dancing and be doing it right. Everybody will be dancing and we're feeling alright. Everybody will be dancing tonight, doing it right. Everybody will be dancing.